Oh, it's a golden age of Ansug once again. Oh, yeah, we're just all basking in it, drinking it up like fine wine. Oh, man. Yeah, 2022 just might be another uh, banner year for the overnight scape underground and all of us Ansug peoples. Uh, yeah, there's something in the air. Um, uh, we're still, I don't know, the, the output is down just a little bit, I think, but... Uh, uh, that's all right, because uh, people are rejoining, I hope, uh, outside activities, and they will be reporting back to us soon, is how I see it. And uh, this time around, on our Overnightscape Central, we got a lot of fun happening here. Um, what we are talking about this time around, with uh, at least, as far as I can tell, three contributors we're having a serial time now serial is it in my life i mean especially as a kid i lived through some sort of a golden age of non-nutritive sugared breakfast fare uh yes there was a list of vitamins and minerals on the side of the box but you know, I've, sugar probably has some nutritive value in it, and white flour has some minimal, uh, who knows, but uh, there was very little that, uh, as a kid, was advertised that appealed to me that I was ever going to, I mean, and this is key, and I will share uh, one of my formative memories. Uh, when I was about five and a half years old, uh, we had gotten home from grocery shopping, uh, I, the family, and uh, a little while after we got home, uh, I was asked to go to the local grocery store. There was a little store down the corner and get some boxes. And what was happening, I later uh, put together and was told, was my parents were separating, divorcing, etc., and so forth. Now, in 1966, this was a thing of note. Uh, when my folks got divorced, you couldn't even do it in the United States. They had to uh, fly to El Paso and walk across the border into Mexico and meet in some park and sign some paperwork in order to extricate themselves from the marriage. But uh, tying that back together with the topic of our program today, I remember that day at the supermarket, before all this went down, I had finally nagged and cajoled my mother into buying a combination of Kellogg's cereals in the little boxes. They used to do this. They used to make miniature cereal boxes, and you could buy an assortment that had many types of cereal in one and this was like the size of a large box of cereal but i think it was nine different varieties packaged together and i was so looking forward to that and i can still remember uh never getting to eat that cereal it, it, it it's a heartbreak Oh, boy. And uh, hopefully nobody has as sad 
a serial experience and story is that as we kick into full serial mayhem we're going to hear from Doc Slees, Chad Bowers, and our friend Frank Edward Nora. And you should have been here because I haven't heard a bit yet, but I already know this is going to be pure sugary joy. And uh, I'm I'm curious to hear what kind of cereals, because uh, Doc is pretty much of my generation, and perhaps, I'm just guessing, but perhaps he will have some uh, UK cereal memories for us. In any case, here is the good doctor of sleaze. Um, and it doesn't matter who makes more so they all are so chocolatey they turn the milk brown. Because certainly my choco rice or cocoa rice, whatever it's called. You have to, oh God, is it choco rice I've got? And the, the older are called cocoa rice, if I remember rightly. But... <laughs> there are other variations in other supermarkets with their own brand versions. Now, yes, it's, it's in recent months, um, cocoa pops have have um, made a re-entry into my, I know they're either aimed at kids, but hey, what the hell is the point? Of, uh, of of getting older if you can't be childish, uh, it's nice. They're really nice. They're really nice. So, number one, this week's number one cereal breakfast cereal for me is 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 Weetabix. I nearly said the wrong one there. Weetabix. Not to be confused with shredded wheat, which is completely different. Shredded wheat is okay, but never been a great favourite by Weetabix. Mm. Now, again, when I say Weetabix, um, I actually usually buy the um, considerably cheaper generic supermarket version. <laughs> At the moment, I think my te- Tesco equivalent, where they're called wheat biscuits, usually they're referred to, but they're the same thing. Now, the thing about, and one of the reasons they're my number one, is because they are, of all the um, cereals I've mentioned, they're the only ones I always have at breakfast time. Um, All the others I don't eat at breakfast, even though they're referred to as breakfast cereals. I tend to eat them in the evenings, uh, before I go to bed often. Uh, My perennial for eating for breakfast, my breakfast cereal, preferred breakfast cereal, is, when available, when I'm at home, is Weetabix, or generic equivalent. Um, sometimes when I'm not at home, I'm away, you, yeah, they, they, like you're in a hotel, so they don't have staying with they don't have Weetabix or equivalent. So, you know, I have to have a different cereal. In which case, the default is usually cornflakes, that's what everybody's got. Cornflakes are ubiquitous. But yeah, but Weetabix, why Weetabix? Well, one that actually they do have a claim to nutritional content. Although, again, there are variations that have chocolate in them or syrup or various other things. But the actual pure original things, they are wheat. As they say, wheat biscuits. And... um, I'm sure the people who do eat them dry, but I was going to say they're about the only 
cereal that you really do have to put milk on um, to get the filling job. But again, it's the question of how much milk you put on them. So you put too much on them. You drown it in milk. They get all mushy. And they're not such fun. It needs still that degree of firmness. But at the same time, you don't want any dry bits left inside. There has to be enough milk. It penetrates all the way, all the way through the biscuit. All the way through the block of Weetabix. Yeah. And I only eat one a day. One for breakfast. Yeah. Only one. Because there used to be an advert here about, you know, how, you know, you could tell real sort of energetic or, or hard hard men or whatever, tough people with, because they ate three for breakfast. Uh, I know many people have two. I only have the one because it's, I don't just have cereal at breakfast, you know. I'm one of those people who has a multi-course breakfast. I say multi-course too. Uh, <laughs> yes. Being pretentious in continental Asia, the croissant with it. If that's not available, just some toast. But, yeah, the Weetabix. Again, you sprinkle the sugar along the top. And again, in my case, it has to be the sugar substitute um, sprinkled on top. Again, you've got to get the right amount. can't be too sweet. But it's also, if it's not sweet enough, it's not right. Yeah, Weetabix. But it does have nutritional value. It does have iron in it. It has various other, you know, because it is literally a cereal, quite literally, because it is made from wheat. Unlike a lot of other breakfast, well, marketed as breakfast cereals, the cereal part is gone because, you know, they're rice-based or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but Weetabix, yeah, they're a proper breakfast cereal. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're the, they're, they are my number one. That's the cereal I eat the most. It's the one I definitely eat at breakfast. And, uh, yeah. It's beaten all others into submission. Uh, and all that. That's our number one. Tune in next. No, don't tune in next week for another top five series because you won't get them. Um, some footnotes to this, though, before I wrap this up. Some footnotes. Footnote number one. Cereals that didn't meet the list. Here I have to mention crunchy nut cornflakes. Now. I used to quite like crunchy nut cornflakes. However, however, the last time I ate them, and I cannot deny here, it was one of the generic supermarket versions. They're always called things like honey nut cornflakes rather than crunchy nut. Last time I ate them, I broke a tooth. Literally, yeah, one of the bits of alleged nut was probably a bit of... Um, grit or something and they were so crunchy that you know there was this huge crunch in my mouth and I realized you know something had happened and I felt I spat it all out and there were bits of tooth in. Um so you know that's why crunchy nut cornflakes are no longer on my top five list. I haven't touched them since. Um they are dangerous because that tooth is going to cost me a lot of money to sort out. Unfortunately, these dentistry does not come cheaply and is not, well, it should be covered by the NHS, but you try finding an NHS dentist in this country or take new patients. So it's going to prove in the long term quite expensive for me to get that tooth fixed. So I'm not happy with crunchy nut cornflakes and generic variants. Because otherwise, you see, it would have been up there. 
that's why Coco Pops have stormed up the charts to the number two position, because they have effectively taken the place in my affections of Crunch Nut Cornflakes, partly because I like them, and partly because, of course, they are highly unlikely ever to cause me to break a tooth. So yeah, Crunchy Nut Cornflakes out of the equation. Another one that didn't make the list is because they're defunct. They're no longer made. And there's probably a lot more for them to this category. Sugar Smacks. When I was a kid, there was... It was another puffed rice. Um, it's another Rice Krispies variant. Called Sugar Smacks. Um, except unlike Rice Krispies, they were sticky because they were coated in in liquid sugar so they coated them in part of the process um, of, of baking them or whatever and they were really sticky <laughs> and they probably don't make them because their levels of sugar are probably now so high they would be banned uh, they probably cause more cases of diabetes you know type 2 diabetes in kids of my generation possibly than anything else the reason though actually when I was a kid that I ate sugar smacks. I already had a thing for sugar smacks. It's because of the boxes. Because when I first started eating them in the early 70s, very early 70s, they had a some kind of promotional deal with um, Paramount. I think via the BBC, because the BBC showed showed it. Um, and the boxes ha- were were Star Trek themed. They had pictures like of Mr. Spock or Captain Kirk or Dr. McCoy on the box eating a, a bowl of sugar sugar smacks. And they used to have lots of promotional stuff. In, like um, on the back of the box, um, there'd be these cut-out masks. Like there'd be a Captain Kirk mask, a Spock mask, Scotty, and so on, you know, of all the main characters. And there used to be a thing to try and collect them all. Um, and they used to have inside the boxes, they used to have Star Trek related competitions. There used to be Star Trek, and this will bring us on to my footnote too, Star Trek um, gift items in the boxes and things. Novelties. And um, later though, later in the 70s, uh, they dropped the Star Trek thing and they went over to featuring Doctor Who in the person of John Pertwee. Again, another marketing link up to the BBC, which I'm not sure the BBC would do these days, but there you go. But anyway, they, they, they licensed, um, and they add the similar thing. There are all sorts of, like the way cut out John Pertwee masks on the back, and uh, there are all sorts of things in them. And you used to get the all the other promotional stuff. Well, there you go. Brings us all to footnote two. Footnote number two. The free gifts you used to get in cereals, which you don't anymore. Um, back when I were a lad, back in the 70s, you used to actually get inside the pack of cereal. You, have to, you just have to search through the bloody cereal for it. They used to have in there like uh, all sorts of free gifts as promotions. And you used to collect some of those. They were plastic figure figurines. Um, <clears throat> sometimes they're like mini plastic kits. I remember the, I can't remember which one of the cereals it was, but they ran a whole thing of um, 
plastic circus novelty items you had to assemble, like from a little plastic kit that were in a plastic bag inside um, <clears throat> the main bag holding the cereal inside the box. And there also, I remember there was an elephant that I, I, can't, I think its trunk moved and whatever when she'd assembled it. That's the one I remember. And there's another one I remember were these little plastic model cars you assembled from a kit that were in the park. You know, there were all sorts of things like that. I liked the cars. I had quite a few of those. But again, of course, encourage every time you went to buy, you had to hope because you never knew what, what you'd get in the box. And inevitably you'd find whichever supermarket your parents shopped at. They got a batch where every one of them had the same bloody thing in it. Because <laughs> the hope was you buy an, yeah you buy another pack in the hope that you get a different toy in it. Frequently didn't work out that way. I think that's why I remember the elephant. We had several of them. Uh, but yeah, there are all sorts of these things. They were great. I loved them when I was a kid. Absolutely brilliant. You got it there and then. Or you had to fight your siblings for it, you know, depending what it was. <laughs> Yeah, the particular offer was, you know, if one of your siblings was interested in it. Oh, dear. Um, nowadays, you don't have that. Nowadays, you collect tokens off of the box and have to send away for things, which is nowhere near as much fun, you know, because it doesn't give you that instant gratification. Now, I don't know why they stopped doing these promotions and stuff that maybe somebody shouted health and safety small children could swallow that well actually i don't think they would because i don't ever think there was a case that happening i don't know maybe it was too expensive to do um i just don't know maybe the the cost of commissioning things and inserting them into the packets and whatever maybe that was too expensive it made the production too complicated i really don't know but anyway it just stopped and say nowadays the, the equivalents now is you have to buy tokens and send them off and you always have to pay the postage, and it's just it's just not as much fun. It really isn't. No fun at all. But yeah, so there you go. That was my top five cereals with a couple of footnotes. And on that note, I'm going to say back to you, PQ. Oh, yes, it's true. Certain things, the generic version is absolutely as good. Uh with that in mind i would like to do some blindfold tests or you to do them because well there is something and i don't know what it is and you may be right about the kellogg's cornflakes although the post ones over here i forget not they're not toasties that's something else but those are very comparable but they're also i mean the generic cereals there we have because i the community i live in certainly is one of the poorest in the united states even without all that's been going on the last couple of years uh they really step up and try to keep certain things available inexpensively and they carry some line of cereals that when they go on sale they're like a dollar 45 for a box of cereal still and some of them yeah it, you can tell the difference a mile away that this is a dollar 45 version of something that sells for more but yeah, yeah, your your uh, rice cereals seem to be simplistic enough that they can be made really cheaply and effectively. Uh, the the uh, cocoa pops, 
uh, for a second there, I thought you were talking about Cocoa Puffs, which, while they had a better advertising campaign with the Sonny and he'd go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because he was never allowed to have them, that that was just a, the advertising campaigns of my youth alone. Uh, the cereal was like this totemistic thing. And uh, yeah, they could afford to do commercials because uh, cereal still is pretty. What they get for Kellogg's and name brand cereals at this point is probably sinful. They charge a lot. And uh, with the way things are going with groceries and all that, uh, I think a lot of people are going to be eating a lot more cereal soon if this keeps up. But, uh, oh, man, when I had any of the unsweetened cereals, I would just add, I learned the trick when nobody was looking to stick the spoon in the sugar that they were using for the coffee anyway, so it was there at the table. Just, oh, just a little sugar on you, and then I'll be fine. And, like, when you scrape the bottom of the bowl with your spoon, you just come up with this like gray wet sugar slurry at the bottom oh god it's a wonder i have not become seriously diabetic i pray that i don't because i don't know what i'd do without that stuff doc i gotta tell you um and oh those golden grams uh I had some episode uh, making myself cinnamon toast as a kid where I used way too much cinnamon. And to this day, I once in a while, something with cinnamon and I'll eat it. But I, it's still, well, I'm so easily traumatized. I have to face all these. I, I need to make myself some good cinnamon toast right here at the quake reversal studio and re-embrace my love of cinnamon because that that's just good stuff you can't uh oh boy however people who and this may be why i still carry an aversion to cinnamon uh when i've worked as a barista and just hanging around coffee shops you know you're waiting for somebody to use the fixings in their coffee there are people who will you know the little shaker of cinnamon they give you at the state just an amount of cinnamon in the coffee that just makes me almost faint dead away in my place doc it's awful it, it, let, let's get back to you because you were making a lot more sense than me okay let's do it my countdown of my top five breakfast cereals <clears throat> this is a bit where actually I, I, I feel like I should have you know um, Led Zeppelin's black dog paying in the background because um, when I was a kid on TV BBC's Top of the Pops weekly chart show on, 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 on TV um they used to use an instrumental version of Black Dog as their theme tune, and it used to play under their chart countdown on it. So, you know, growing up, I never, yeah, I didn't know when I was a kid that was um, Led Zeppelin's Black Dog. To me, it was just the top of the pops theme, you know. <laughs> Until I was old enough to get into things like Led Zeppelin, you know, but over my head, that was an actual Led Zeppelin um, single. But there you go, not single track. <clears throat> yeah, but anyway, yeah. 
getting back to the point. Top five cereals. Well, coming at number five. Coming at number five is that perennial favourite, the granddaddy of all cereals, cornflakes. Yep, it's the one that offends no one. That cornflakes are great. They're inoffensive. You can eat them dry. You can pour milk on them, which I prefer. Um, you know, you can put sugar on them, which I'm not allowed to do anymore. Uh, I do put, I do still sprinkle when I eat them. I put um, that sugar substitute on them. Um, you use the sucralose-based ones. That, that tastes a little bit like sugar. Uh, but it's mainly psychological because I am so used to putting sugar on it. And, of course, there's always the question with cornflakes as to how much milk should be on, how soggy should you let them get? It's a very good question. But also, it's the other thing about putting sugar or sweetener on them is when you've eaten the corn, there's always that little residue of milk at the bottom of the bowl. And it's really nice and sweet because you put the sugar, the sugar or sugar substitute in it. Ah, that's the last bit, the last bit of pleasure. It gives you that last bit of extra pleasure there, you see, in a bowl of cornflakes. Something that simple. And of course, in, in terms of cornflakes, unlike many of the other, most of the other, Cyril is going to mention my top five. For me, cornflakes have to be the original Kellogg's cornflakes. None of the supermarket generic brands. Kellogg's, there's just something about them. Something about Kellogg's cornflakes that, you know, whether it's their level of crispiness, their flavour, what it is about them, they are just brilliant. Um, interesting little factoid about cornflakes. They didn't have cornflakes in the Soviet Union until the 1960s. Um, the story goes that when Khrushchev and Bulganin were on their um, visit to America, state visit to the United States. For the first time ever, they were served cornflakes for breakfast. And Khrushchev thought these were so amazing. This was such an amazing concept. This cheap, simple, easy to produce, yet nutritious um, breakfast food. He was so impressed by it. He thought this is perfect for the proletariat because this is like peasant food in a way. And um, so this when he back to, went back to Russia, they, they started to produce. He took the idea back with them. They, they, he probably took several packets of Kellogg's cornflakes back with them. And, um, yeah, they started producing their own uh, cornflakes, the Soviet Union. After that, there you go. A little factoid about them. Anyway, on to number four. Imagine the music in the background, black, da, 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 and all that, you know. Number four, coming in at number four, we have, what do we have? Oh, yeah. What we have coming at number four are another quite specific brand, Golden Graham. Does anybody know that? Remember those? Maybe you can still get them, but I haven't seen them on the shelves in ages. I always like quite like gold, but I particularly liked the cinnamon, cinnamon flavored Golden Grahams, a unique flavor for a breakfast cereal. They had a little bit of bite to them, you know, with the cinnamon flavor. Really nice. Made a great alternative to other breakfast cereals. And again, I can't remember who makes them or made them. Um, but in terms of generic equivalents like supermarket brands, I can't actually think of anything entirely, entirely like them, particularly the cinnamon flavoured ones. Because you get breakfast cereals in all sorts of flavours, you know, chocolate being very, very popular. Um, and we'll come to that later. Like, you know, 
uh, chocolate and and um, frosted things like that. But the cinnamon, cinnamon was unique, unique to Golden Grahams. So yeah, a bit of tang, and again, yeah, the sugar put the milk on, getting a bit soggy or whatever. Best with the cinnamon flavour, not to use the sugar or sugar substitute, because the whole point with them was that nice spicy cinnamon flavour on them. So that was number four, specifically cinnamon flavoured Golden Grahams. Now to number three, storming the chart to number three, we have one of those breakfast cereals which is problematic in giving you the name because it comes under many names. The officially, I think, made by Nestle version are called Shreddies, although they are not related to shredded wheat, just to confuse things. Um, there are generic versions of them put out by um, various supermarkets, and they usually call them Maltese or something like that. They're, a little, they're similar to a Golden Graham. Those square things with a sort of cross hatch on them and you know you know what i mean um again they're good because they're crunchy when they're dry but when you, if you get just the right level of milk soakage on them soaking on them they just have this this great sort of feel they're not too you must have them too soggy they sort of have a firmness and they just feel great as you eat them there's something about them you know they have this great texture in your mouth I really like them. As I say, they're, they're great because they're also quite inexpensive, especially the um, generic versions of them sold by supermarkets under various names like Maltese or whatever. Um, they come in a variety of flavours as well. There are chocolate versions and, you know, frosted versions. I prefer the simplicity of the original. They, for me, are the best. And, you know, I've no doubt the, the manufacturers claim health benefits from for them, but I don't know about that. They just taste good for me. And now, occupying the number two slot, we have a late entrant in the field that's raced up the charts for me in recent months. Cocoa Pops. Yeah, we were talking, I was talking earlier about chocolate flavoured cereals. There's always been a part of me that's thought, that there's a contradiction in terms here because most breakfast cereals are sold on some idea that some are on some level healthy yet you make them chocolate flavored and you're taking part of that health kick away you know immediately and uh yeah but chocolate flavored cereals great stuff um obviously aimed at kids mainly I mean, there's been animated monkey advertised them here in the UK on television. They're so chocolatey, they turn the milk brown. And indeed, they do. Uh, <laughs> which gives you another experience once you've eaten the the, um, the Cocoa Pops. Is it gives you a nice little bit of chocolatey milk down at the bottom of the bowl to be slurped up. Yeah. Again, it gives you that little extra kick at the end, you know, just like the sugar with the, in, in the milk with the with the um, with the cornflakes at number five. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, Cocoa Pops are, in fact, Rice Krispies with chocolate flavouring. Um, Rice Krispies, 
snap, crackle and pop, the noise they allegedly make <laughs> when you pour milk on them. Um, but yeah, the puffed rice, basically. That's what Cocoa Pops are. And indeed, when I say Cocoa Pops, what I usually are one of the various supermarket generic equivalents. In fact, I believe that the box I've got at the moment in the kitchen is labelled Cocoa Rice. They're quite honest about it. That's um, from from Lidl, from Lidl supermarket, um, because they're the cheapest you can get uh, <laughs> here in the UK. As far as I'm aware, there is no cheaper version of Cocoa Pops available than the Lidl version. Uh, the undercut, the um, well, the undercut, the Aldi version, because Aldi a little is big for those you don't know, uh, a little big competitor. And in terms of discount supermarkets and the Aldi version also sold in smaller size packets. I mean, mine in the kitchen is a full 500 gram box of these things. Now, yes, cocoa pops, cocoa rice, choco rice. They come with all sorts of these, these different variations on the name. But the interesting is because it's such a simple um, cereal, it's 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 um, parent cereal, Rice Krispies, say puffed rice. Um, they always taste the same, no matter who makes them. Man, just the sound of the word Weetabix sounds so so well. Brings out the Anglophile in me. What can I tell you? Yeah, that's. Uh, I I assume that's like those big logs of shredded wheat, unlike the uh, say frosted mini wheats that uh, I wind up eating from time to time. I've never really dug into one of those big logs, and I guess that's cereal too. Uh, it's always been the smaller ones, and especially the ones that are merrily, merrily impregnated with sugar. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, sugar is, is key to the sort of cereals that I personally think of i mean yes i eat cereal and even i mean you were talking about chocolate cereals I, I i told you guys last week about the chocolatey delight special k made with chocolatey chunks and it's what a crunchy crunk <laughs> crunchy wheat and rice flake concoction what I find is the main problem with these are it, it, it you never get an even mix, which is actually kind of nice when you get to that one bowl that's like eating a, and the chocolate, I guess so it doesn't dissolve or stays fresh, has a certain waxy texture, which isn't unappealing to me. Um, I was a kid who like always like remember when milk came in like the containers with the wax coating on them oh man yeah well we won't even go into that that's a whole overnight scape central in itself uh on another planet so to speak uh we're moving forward uh into more of this world of cereal and um, who else would have a unique uh, take on this than our own. The man from the incredible true facts of space, uh, Chad Bowers, is here. I just want to get real with you about cereal real quick. Growing up, the cereals of note 
were product 19 special K rice krispies and cocoa pebbles were my favorite I was a big cocoa pebbles fan I was all in with cocoa pebbles I stood cocoa pebbles what it did to the milk was delicious it gave it sort of a pinkish brown color and a uh, somewhat chocolatey taste I heard our friend PQ River talking about the uh, Special K Chocolatey Delight which is an absolutely delightful cereal there's something about the flakes by themselves that leave you feeling like they've been frosted with iron iron or a some type of chocolate alkaline substance it does something strange to my mouth and the the chocolate waxy bits are these waxy rectangles of chocolate much like the monolith these rectangles of chocolate have a waxy nature to them and a nice waxy snap when they break if you eat them one after another they don't quite taste like chocolate one wonders if Kellogg's safety tested this so that a uh, a fat baby wouldn't sit there and just eat all of them you know eat all the chocolate out of the chocolatey delight and perhaps they put certain uh, taste alternates on them like they have to do with the Nintendo switch cartridges you know, those cartridges on the Nintendo Switch are about the size of a postage stamp. But they're, you know, about 20 or so postage stamps thick. So it would be quite easy to swallow them. And, uh, and I could understand why you might want to ingest all of these video friends and become part of you internally. But they put a coloring... Or a colorant, a, a tasterant, a uh, what do you call that? A odorant, some type of. Uh, they put this stuff in there that makes it taste really bitter, so you don't want to eat it. So my other cereals, Rice Krispie treats, and you know they had some lame toys over the years. Really was not an exciting cereal, even though these three little elves were on the uh, the cover. And it did talk to you, you know. That was the thing. We uh, really used to put our heads towards it and listen. Just like when I was young, I would listen to the sea in a seashell, a big conch shell. You ever sit there and you're just peacefully on the porch of the Skyview condominiums or hotel you're sitting there in a chair with vinyl straps behind your back holding you in they're brown and light brown and they alternate and you've got this conch shell and you're holding it up to your ear and you're listening to what very well might be the ocean of course in the background is the real ocean so no doubt you're hearing the ocean got that conch shell up there and you're just listening intently you're trying to figure out the mystery of the shells you know why 
why does it harness the uh, a recording of the entire ocean inside this shell and as you're listening it gives you a funny feeling on your ear like a tickle and then you feel the conch the living conch inside of the shell climb into your ear canal of course he uses his pincers to bright to bite right through the drum and now he's into your Thor's hammer right above the big bass drum inside the ear bone right on by he's just eating eating ferociously eating your brain and you reach in and try to pull him out the uh the plastic car i remember getting from frosted flakes was very flat it was a very flat model kit flat wheels flat sides uh, you know stick this piece in that piece fold this up and the thing that i was disappointed about with this car was the uh, light weight of it now if you took some pennies that you might have around the house and you glued a penny inside of it the front maybe a penny inside the back now you're starting to get somewhere but the wheels were just too thin these little plastic disc you know a lot of mold cost comes from the depth of the mold so if you have a shallow mold and small pieces you can you can stamp out a lot of stuff pretty inexpensively but yeah these cars uh Well, actually, when you think about it, it was quite a good gift because the time reading the instructions, the uh, the time building the car, hell, the time listening to the Rice Krispies talk to me, things they said, you could write a book. But, but doing this car project like that, that's a good 30 minutes to an hour of fun right there, and then you got the thing sitting on your desk, and you can show your friend when they come over, so... These were actually pretty good toys when you think about it, even the even the ones that weren't so great, like the Waffleos, Ralston Perina Waffleos. I really went all in for the Waffleos. I had I had decided that uh, you know this is my cereal, and I'm going to support the sheriff. And I love the old West Town that he lived in, and how the the boxes had these paper towns the old west town and all these little stores and you could cut them out and put them together to build your own little uh, western town and then you had the paper characters where you could cut them out and then on their base you'd have a little slit in there in the paper and you put another little piece of paper on it and you get this sort of a paper cross down at the bottom and that would help them stand up building it all was the fun part building it reading the uh, sometimes only a couple pages long comic strip on the back of the box of cereal helped you focus more on the expressions in the art because you would study it perhaps for an entire week study it till you were able to open that next box of cereal cocoa pebbles were a big favorite my mom and dad liked the product 19 which uh i could only take if i really fixed it up with a lot of sugar and honey 
sometimes vanilla ice cream if we had any pancake syrup you know you have to do something nothing but raisins honey bunch of nothing honey bunch of oats gee your hair smells terrific was there any cereal that followed that naming formula it seems like there was there was some kind of cereal that had a funny answer like what did you have for breakfast uh nothing honey you know nothing nothing but nuts is that what it could be nothing but uh nothing but honey cereal nothing but raisins honey butch honey bunches of oats and then there was a. Uh, there was this raisin cereal that, uh, not raisin bran. It always bothered me how they were uh, always talking about the two scoops of raisins. Something uh, about it just didn't sit well to me. Sometimes the raisins were kind of hard, and I don't know. Raisin bran just it seemed like a jip, you know? seemed like a con job. They were trying to trick you into thinking it was uh, a fun cereal. But it was not fun because Flintstones were on Cocoa Pebbles. And Cocoa Pebbles tasted like chocolate. And Cocoa Pebbles made your milk chocolatey. Now inside of Cocoa Pebbles, I collected uh, an entire set of different little figurines of each of the characters. There was Fred's head and Wilma's head. And, uh, there was a Dino. He was the pet dinosaur that they had. Remember in the second season when they had him spayed and neutered? And uh, it was a bloody mess. The, uh, the whole house kind of flooded in blood. and Everyone had to leave over to Mr. Spacely's office at Spacely Sprockets. Oh, the humanity! Oh, man. Yeah, you are taking us places here. Oh, and, and, and Coco. Coco is definitely winning here. Chocolate cereals uh, wins over everything. I mean, we will see. I, we have Frank to get to yet, and uh, he does have input on this vital question. But so far, so far, the, the chocolatey cereals are winning and winning big. Although I have to say, peanut butter cereal is really good. And I wonder if you mix... Well, no, the peanut butter cereal, you got to let soak. And the cocoa... Maybe if you let them soak and then threw the cocoa crispies on top. There's no, I, I may have just accidentally... Uh, rift onto something here uh, for the test kitchen. We'll get back to you on this, and anybody else who uh, wishes to try this and comment, and uh, even, I'm, this this is this may be a big cereal breakthrough. The two-phase loading of the bowl and uh, the peanut butter cereal, which don't try any fakes of that. You will hurt. It's bad. Just bad, bad, bad only get the real Captain Crunch peanut butter cereal. Yes, you can use fruity, rather Cocoa Pebbles, or any of the other rice chocolate cereals, and I'm pretty sure you'll be safe. 
but uh, don't mess around with fake peanut butter cereals. I mean, I tried that Reese's, which is even a name brand, but it just, that there was lacking something. It lacked bite. Yes, we're, we're, we're getting into depth here. And, uh, oh man, product 19. And, and, and puffed wheat shot from guns. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Is sugar smacks puffed rice or puffed wheat? I get confused. This all, we're going to have to do some sort of further studies, uh, perhaps on the uh, vaguely revo. We had a quake reversal satellite this past week. Uh, and, and there's more to come, theoretically. Uh, at least that uh, intention. Intention is everything. Um, and Raisin Bran, you were mentioning that. I like bran flakes, and back in the day, and I'm talking probably the 70s and earlier, before they started putting more and bigger raisins in, I was down on raisin bran from time to time. But there used to be a few very small, very dry, flat raisins. Uh, the size of the now the raisins have literally taken over the cereal and no i can't eat that i i I remember i i have to have said that somewhere probably here on the answer because where else do i say anything I, i i never say anything except right here Oh, and, and and speaking, speaking of, yeah, I got this uh, so long as I'm digressing. Sorry, Chad, I'm just interrupting for a few minutes here, yeah, and we'll be back to your stuff. Uh, I searched Google Images for serial toys of the 60s, and uh, let's see... Uh, best well these are just images so this should just be interesting and i can describe them to you oh okay this is a bunch of cool images oh please it had to log me into pinterest so oh man this is a great collection uh you know those things with the zigzag and and they 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 extend and they close. People use them for reachers, but they had toys like I remember these from when I was kids. And there's a kitty and a rhino, and I hope I described. Oh, and pl- plastic boats. Yeah, these are mostly plastic toys, and a lot of the stuff was you know that one color, plastic molded uh, things you would assemble. Oh, yeah, look at that. Uh, it, it was a golden age. I mean, it would be like, have you ever seen model kits? I don't even think a lot of people have seen model kits anymore. But you would take apart all these little pieces off of how they were molded in plastic. They were attached to these big tubes of plastic. Well, not that big. Oh, you just... I, I am the world's worst describer. Let me not try to do that. And let's go back to some other cool toys here. Because, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And when Captain Scarlet was on the Kellogg's Sugar Smacks box, Captain, if you don't know who Captain Scarlet was, he was uh, it, this, 
Jerry Anderson super marionation superstar who was indestructible and he fought against the Mysterians. Oh, yes, I remember it well. And when Tony the Tiger was really Thurl Ravenscroft, famous bass singer, not based like, you know, politically based like blah, 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 that kind of bass. Um, yeah, I think I think I just better. Oh, man, look at all these toys. But I yeah, that's the way to go. Uh, I use DuckDuckGo, but I'm sure Google doesn't sense. Well, Google might censor toy images. You never know, because I suppose some of the things I got in boxes of cereal and Cracker Jacks, for that matter, as a kid, uh, you couldn't do that anymore, although nothing springs to mind. I mean, it was well past the era of, like, scary racial... Well, no, there may have been some uh, Asian stereotype figures now that I think about it, but uh, that the rice crinkles, if I recall correctly, had a sort of Asian mascot. There was a post-cereal. Oh, man. The... The cereal brain is bringing back all these random ADHD thoughts from the 60s. And someday I should organize them into something. But again, let's get back to Chad. I really thought life was going to be that way. You know, when uh, George Jetson uh, would get into his car and he would uh, go down to the mall and drop his wife and uh, an Elroy off. And then they would go shopping. And she would give him a kiss while she, like, dipped in and took all the money out of his wallet. It was educational. It was good to know. Good to warn the young people about what lies ahead, you know. The, uh... Other cereal that I got a good prize in, I can't remember what cereal this was, but, uh... But more than once, it had these submarines that you would put baking soda inside of. And somehow they would slowly sink, and they would sit for a while, and then they would, uh, I guess the, the water would get into the baking soda, and it would make some gas. Ah, oh, see, I'm figuring this out. And then it would come back to the surface. But they would go up and down. I, I, uh, some kind of a Ouija board effect, uh, it's like a cross between an Ouija board and a remote-controlled submarine and a fish tank. And so the kids all sit over here on this controller, and uh, they think positive thoughts, and the little thing whizzes around the tank. Other prizes? What is the best prize I ever got in a series? Yeah, probably something you could wear, like a, you could wear it on your bicycle, like a spinning deal. You could put it up on your bicycle handlebars and uh, had a little propeller on it that would spin around as you drove forward. And there were some other ones. There were uh, clackers, things that would uh, make your spokes make noises, loud noises. There were uh, license plates. Now, the license plates may have been frosted flakes that I'm thinking of. And for me, there was this wonderful, uh, you know, short time period 
which seemed like an entire lifetime at the time, and of course I've probably thought fondly back upon them. Hell, I've probably talked about them more than I lived them at this point. But back there around 1982, you had these banana-flavored Frosted Flakes. Imagine Tony the Tiger, and he's got his, uh, you know, great, the great white hunter. He's all decked out in, uh, in the old meaning of Abercrombie and uh, uh, Finchmeister. Got his old uh, kind of tan coat on, you know, and the hat. Whatever one of those uh, British guys that tells a lot of funny stories. You know, there's like the the commander's table or the the commander's palace at Disney World where the old uh, British guy would tell you all these stories. The the room with all the masks back at uh, 1990s. What was that? The, The party district, you know? The Pleasure Island. Explorers Club, Pleasure Island. There we go. Thank you for thank you for hanging with us there. We So Tony the Tiger's on the cover and he's uh he's got all this jungle. It looks like a Rousseau painting. And Tony the Tiger is banana flavored now. It's like he hit a banana boat. Now he's fully banana flavored and they are sweet and they are crispy and they're delicious. And if you put bananas on them, and cold whole milk from Jersey cows, and then uh, maybe if your mother or father had made some ice cream recently, get some of that homemade ice cream. I'm talking about the lots of condensed milk in it, you know, lots of cream, lots of sweet. It's just so good, and it makes the milk so darn cold. You know, that's that's one of the reasons that I recommend so much that you try homemade vanilla ice cream in your cereal. And this will work whatever kind of milk you're drinking. My uh, my wife started, Laura started drinking these uh, coconut milk, which is a lot less egregious than almond milk. You know, almond milk doesn't really make sense when you look at it. I mean, it's protein water. It's water, right? And then they're adding some thickeners, and they're adding some color and and all this jazz. But coconuts actually taste good. And if you crack the coconut open, uh, you know, there's either milk or there's water or, uh, I don't know, I guess you could use it as a bikini. I think the professor used it to charge the batteries on his radio. His all-wave radio. His white shortwave radio. It's kind of like a white boombox, but it was a shortwave radio. I don't know what model that was. A Halicrafter, perhaps? Perhaps that was the Halicrafter's 150. Oh, yes, boy. Quite a nice radio outfit you've got there. I messed with radio when I was a, a young lad myself. What year do you think uh, Thurston Howell was from? He would have been, I guess he would have been in the 60s during the uh, during the beach time when the whole group of castaways were living on that beach. 
So he was 60 back then, and that was set in 1960X, uh, one of the non-Julius variants. That would make him, uh, I guess, 1890, perhaps, to 1900 as a birthday. Um, Libby, no one really knew her age. Other serials enjoyed by me through the years have been Captain Crunch. In high school, I was on a big Captain Crunch crunch, mainly because my friend Andy McDonald was also a big fan of Captain Crunch. I thought the cereal was delicious, and because of its rough nature, if you ate more than two or three bowls at a time, it would really cut your mouth up bad, and you would regret it. So I liked that because it gave me some temperance. I wouldn't eat all the cereal at one time because I knew how bad it would hurt. I think maybe once or twice it actually stopped me from eating too much cereal. Which was a godsend, because that was a non-pleasant feeling upon the mouth. You'd have these shreds of skin hanging down, because the, yeah. the Captain Crunch is this puffed corn cereal that just has these razor-sharp edges on it. But it also has some type of chemical additive that prevents it from getting soggy in milk. So much so that you could say that the SOG monsters were Captain Crunch's greatest foe. And at some point in the 80s, late 80s, they came out, mid to late 80s, I guess, they came out with a, uh, a whole set of figurines, and they had these glow-in-the-dark SOG monsters. Andy had four of them. I wanted five. Why, you might ask? Well, if you ever notice... Sometimes odd numbers look better with things. It's more pleasing to arrange five objects than it is four. And the Sog Monsters uh, represented something uh, something akin to uh, to youth. Uh, you know, it's at that age where you're you're realizing that you don't have much of your uh, your childish life left. But you still have the ability to uh, to really be interested in trivial things like that and really want to collect them. So it's quite wonderful to try to embrace that. One of the last things that I cut off a box of cereal was in the 90s. Life cereal had cutouts of the whole cast of Seinfeld. And I, I had them all. And I loved them. They, they were on my uh, shelf for years, you know. I enjoyed just moving them around. I enjoyed just having them. What would be an awesome prize in a uh, in a box of cereal might be a, a compass that has a mind of its own, and it's a monster hunting compass. And so you take this thing out, and it just sort of like randomly. You know, maybe go one direction, then the other, and it'll just lead you astray, chasing these monsters that don't exist. So, you gotta be careful. You know, you don't want to get in a car accident and run over or anything, but, you know, I'm just staring down at this little compass I got in my cereal, and it's telling me to go 400 feet forward. Uh, so I'm going out my front door, and, you know, uh, I'm in the lake next door before you know it, but 
it's quite an adventure. And uh, who knows? You might actually find a monster. So that's some of my uh, remembrances of the serial, the great serial era. Era. <laughs> I, I'm not eating it much anymore. I've I've switched to uh, to oatmeal. I would say uh, I was still eating quite a bit of cereal until I can't really even describe why. I just got tired of it. I, I wanted something else for breakfast. I personally, my favorite breakfast right now is Eggo waffles, Bavarian style with uh, vanilla. Right. They claim it's vanilla from Madagascar, and and it is. There's this guy in Madagascar that sells this vanilla from China, and uh, Global Foods Consolidated loves. They love putting it in all of their foodstuffs, and put you some nuts. I like walnuts. I toast it. I like my waffles a little, you know, extra brown on them. And then I like to put these uh, chopped walnuts on it. And then I put a lot of butter, real butter, you know, salted butter, the real deal. Then I take Tupelo honey, and I like to drown them in Tupelo honey. And I like to put the nuts and the blueberries, fresh blueberries, between every layer. And I didn't have any, but if I did, I would have put whipping cream on top, like, canned whipping cream with that little top that gives you the decorative uh, elements to the foam of cream, you know? Oh, man. I couldn't recommend it highly enough, but I'll change your life with cereal. I'll tell you, here's the deal with cereal. Get you a deep bowl. You need a bowl that can hold at least three or four serving sizes. And you want the walls to be relatively straight. You don't want angled walls. Angled walls mean when you move on the couch and when you sit down, you're going to slosh all the milk right out the side. But if you have an angled wall, that won't happen. I'd also recommend something heavily, like a heavy porcelain or, uh, uh, you know, whatever they make pots out of. You know, something, something with some weight to it so that you can pre-chill the bowl. I can't stress enough how important cold milk is to good cereal. Really cold, good milk. The cereal, sweeteners of any kind you can think of. Lately, last time I did have some cereal, I tell you, um, yeah, what am I talking about? I, I eat the Circle K or the cereal, the Special K. I like all those flavors, the Special K. I like the chocolatey delight. I like the strawberry. Laura likes the yogurt, the covered yogurt pieces. And it's kind of good. It's just not my favorite. I kind of veer off towards the chocolatey or the strawberry. I could always use more of those freeze-dried strawberries. I can't get enough freeze-dried strawberries in my cereal. But I want to get a good heavy bowl. Pre-chill the bowl. Get you some really good milk, whatever type you prefer. Get it dang cold. Uh, put all this together. You've got the mass of the bowl that's going to kind of keep that coldness around for longer. If you've got some vanilla ice cream homemade, throw that in there too. And I hope you'll have a good time. You're going to find that the the real prize is right there in the bowl. Isn't it always? Mmm, cereal.
Yeah, those freeze-dried strawberries can vary, though. They, I, I used to swear by them in cereal, but uh, sometimes they can be very sour and bitter. I don't know. That that that. I guess because there's a higher demand is is my best guess. But I, I like them when they're sweet. But and you really my brain completely clicked when you mentioned the Tony the Tiger's Rousseau-like jungle and really I mean this the, those images especially those early 60s frosted flakes packages that were those that were in my like main formative years um, it, you that this might be why uh, to this very day I am incredibly fond of Henry Russo as a painter he's generally one of my five favorite all-time artists so that's a, that that's impressive and making that connection that, that I'm gonna have to give this some serious pondering here Chad you you, you, you hit a nail on the head for sure and that the key to Captain Crunch you can eat the whole box but it requires patience you have to let it soak probably I think it was three minutes I had a, a time in my head that you would just wait with the milk and like push it down there's no messing around uh, the Captain Crunch uh, unless you eat it incredibly slow, it will not get too soggy to eat. And indeed, the roof of your mouth, oh man, I have done numbers on the roof of my mouth any number of times. And that flavor, oh man. Although, things like Quisp, Quake, and uh, notably King Vitamin. Do they even still make King Vitamin? Have breakfast with the king. Oh man, Burger King, MAGA King. We 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 all love kings here in the United Snakes of America, for sure. But uh, yeah, we're we're having a a, a cereal uh, fest here on the Overnightscape Central. And as I've said many times, there is nothing like the Overnightscape Central, despite, uh, well, there just isn't. Uh, there are other uh, collaborative programs, but uh, nobody does it like this that I know of so far. And I know, like myself, you are waiting to hear what Frank Edward Nora is bringing to the table, the breakfast table, and uh, let us... Uh, as I say, listen together right now. I gr I grew up in a prime time uh, for, for for cereal. You know, the '70s was the main part of my my childhood, and that was a great time for cereal. So many great cereals, um, the graphics and the boxes, the cartoon characters, the various mascots, the TV commercials, going down the cereal aisle with your mother, choosing it out, get it, eating cereal on Saturday morning. Watching cartoons, man, it's just, what a great part of life. Um, I guess these are mostly, you know, we're thinking about like the breakfast cereals marketed towards children, right, with the characters and stuff. 
And we're talking about a time when there was not as much fun stuff for kids, you know. Uh, you know, no TV channels specifically for children, no internet or tablets or what have you that kids now have to entertain themselves. So cereal boxes uh, and just the whole concept of cereal, what cereals are you going to get, Reading, uh, seeing a new cereal on a commercial on TV was a big part of a kid's life back then. And I lived in a household where it was pretty much anything goes when it came to uh, junk food, junk television, what have you. We, a lot of kids, they say, oh, my parents didn't let me watch TV or didn't let me eat those unhealthy cereals. But I do think those, those kind of kids were in the minority, at least back then. There was no thought that my parents were particularly permissive, allowing us to eat breakfast cereals and watch as much TV as we wanted to. Because back then, right, kids would naturally go outside and play and then sometimes watch TV. You wouldn't be moving around inside if you can go outside and play, you know. It's just a very different world back then. Um, so anyway, uh, a great website for cereal, of course, is MrBreakfast.com. And uh, we have here a list of every cereal ever made listed by year. I'm assuming this is cereals from the United States because I know this is very country-centric. Uh, some of these cereals may have gone to other countries, but this is, I think, American cereals, breakfast cereals, right? Now, for those of you that might not know what I'm talking about, I, I know I'm assuming everyone knows what cereal is, but these are grains that are sort of shaped into various forms. It could be made of rice or wheat or corn, and they're, they're little pellets, basically, little individual pieces that you generally will pour into a bowl and pour milk on top of it and eat that way. So it's it's the milk, com- you know, and and the cereals combined kind of make a lovely, a lovely, t- a lovely taste sensation. And these were still characterized by being in a cardboard box with a colorful printed graphics on them. And I'm trying to remember because now when you buy a cereal, there's a bag inside the box. But I think there was a time when it w- the, the stuff was just in the box. There wasn't a bag inside the box, right? I don't know exactly. Maybe that's to keep bugs out. I don't know. But then why don't you sell it in a bag? It, you're, it's already in a container. Why do you need the box? Marketing purposes. Because cereals are, are more as much about marketing as about anything else, right? Um, and then, of course, the prizes that came inside, which I don't think there's that much of anymore. But there used to be some really good prizes inside. I think the pinnacle was the Alphabet's uh, mini terrariums, which I do remember getting. I think that was around 76. That was the... Uh, somewhat forgotten terrarium craze of the mid-1970s, so much so that glass glass containers were... There was a shortage of glass containers because everyone wanted a terrarium in their house. So these were just little tiny plastic things. I think there was actual, like, little bit of, like, styrofoam... Not styrofoam, but, like, that, that foam padding that you're supposed to plant seeds in to make your own little terrarium. That never worked. I know PQ did a big thing about with all the, uh, all the uh, alphabets ad- advertising a long time ago. PQ, remember that? The alphabets thing? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, here on Mr. Breakfast, we have a list of uh, all the cereals by year. And uh, let's get started, shall we? And A lot of them I will never have heard of, at least the ones from the long time ago. But let's see. 1863 starts off with granula. <laughs> I never heard of it. That's a long time ago now, 1863. Right now, it's the year 2022, just for reference. We jump ahead to 1889. Wow. Petty John's breakfast food. Just generic food. Uh, 1890, corn kinks. Whoa. Uh-huh. 1895, we get granose flakes. 
And finally, in 1897, we get a recognizable one. Grape nut. Yes. That was always one of the puzzling ones. Why is it called grape nut? You know, it's not grape flavored. There's been plenty of grape flavored cereals, such as uh, Sir Grapefellow, as I'm sure we'll get to in around 75, maybe. Um, Grape nuts. I mean, I've had grape nuts. They're just kind of, they're, they're, they're more of an adult cereal. Let's see, 1897 Vitos, or Vitos. 1898, uh, Sanitas Toasted Corn Flakes. So that's, that's Corn Flakes, starting off with Corn Flakes. That's a really popular one. 1898, Ralston Wheat. And now let's get to the 20th century. 1901, Force. I, I've seen that, Force. Um, I'm not really sure what it was like. Uh, corn Crisp, also from that same year. Cook's Flaked Rice. So, so far, only Grape Nuts has sort of survived to today, as far as I know. Let's get to 1902. We have Malta Vita, Malta Breakfast Food. They like calling this a cereal food. Here, food, generic food. And uh, 1903, Wheatlet. 1904, Elijah's Manna. Like manna from heaven. Of course, manna has come to be known as magical energy. It's used in so many fantasy games like... Uh, Magic the Gathering, etc. And here we go, in 1904, post-toasties. And the first one that I have a particular um, anecdote about, because if you may remember, I did an episode um, of the Overnightscape called Camper Stock Up, and it was at this Garner State Park in Texas. Was it 75 or something? And they had a box of post-toasties in the background, this very high-resolution photograph. And it's been one of my dreams to get that box. And you know what? I did see that box on uh, eBay with a, in a huge lot. It was like hundreds of dollars. I didn't get it. That was my only opportunity to buy an original Post Toasties box with that particular lettering and the graphics, this red psychedelic lettering or groovy lettering. Yeah. Other than that, I don't think I ever had Post Toasties, but that is a cereal box that I know is not as collectible that I probably could get. We're not, I mean, we're not talking like a Sir Great Fellow or whatever. You know, that would cost thousands, I'm, I'm assuming. And by the way, I, I did dabble in, I, I never collected cereal boxes because I think I realized early on that collecting is not for me. Physical objects, because I am generally very, me- like, kind of disorganized and messy, and I can't handle a collection of physical objects. But I did used to subscribe to Flake Magazine in the 90s. So had I entered the scene, I'm sure I, I would have had a bunch of real prizes by now. Maybe even a, a Fruit Brute, which I did eat Fruit Brute. I'm sure that's coming up on the list, but I did get... We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But Flake Magazine. I think I still have my Flake Magazines. So Post Toasties, which is like Corn Flakes, I think. 1906 uh, Corn Flakes. Oh, Wow. Kellogg's Corn Flakes. Okay, that one has been, that's like sort of a standard. And we would have that growing up, the Kellogg's Corn Flakes. They had like the, the rooster character, right, the Corn Flakes. That, those are pretty good, you know. And also 1906, Ego C. <laughs> 1907, Uncle Sam's Breakfast Food. What's all this food? Almost like in uh, Repo Man, you know, they had all those generic products, and one of them was just a can of, it just said food, generic food. 1908, we have a few Post Toasties cornflakes. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, so maybe the original Post Toasties were not cornflakes. All right. Uncle Sam, I think that might still be around. Pillsbury's Best. We go to 1909. Puffed Rice and Puffed Wheat, both from Quaker. 
the, and that puffed concept, however they came up with that, that's persisted to today, obviously. There's many puffed cereals. 1910, I saw the release of Vigor. 1912, we have a few crumbles, maple flake, and shredded Kellogg's shredded wheat. That process of however they make that shredded wheat, that, that was also a very cool like process where they could sort of make like a little weaving of, of the wheat. In 1915, we have 40% bran flakes from Kellogg's. What was the other 60%? I don't know. 1916, all bran. These are the adult cereals that are kind of boring, you know. 1919, malto meal. You know, I've actually heard of malto meal, but I can't say that I've... I don't think I've ever had it. 1920, we have a bunch. So this is really like cereals coming into its own in 1920. I think 19... Then like... Around the turn of the century there, 1890s especially, a lot of the fun stuff that we know about, like comic strips and um, cereal, like a lot of the fun stuff that we know started to come about. So 1920, we have Armour's Corn Flakes, <coughs> Crumbled Bran, <coughs> Muffets, Shredded Weeks, Quakies. I don't know if that's related to Quake. Whole, whole Wheat Biscuit and EC Corn Flakes and Shredded Crumbles. 1921, we have Jersey cornflakes. Wow. Is that from New Jersey? Or the British Isle of Jersey? I don't know. I got to look into Jersey cornflakes. 1922, we have 40% brand flakes from Post and Pep. I've seen Pep. I don't know if it lasted to today, but I know I've seen Pep. 1924, the dawn of Wheaties. Um, kind of the wheat equivalent of like a, a cornflake, a wheat flake. And Wheaties, of course, have been a, a, a massive cereal, very much known for sports figures being on their boxes, things like that. 1926, Wheat Bix. Now, I know Weetabix, which is more of a British cereal, but I see that's coming up. So it's Weetab Wheat Bix is not Weetabix, okay. 1926, Wheatina. That's good. That's a hot breakfast cereal, right? Wheatina. I used to have that a lot. I haven't had that in a long time, Wheatina. It's, you know, it's again, cook it, kind of like oatmeal or grits or something. That's a good one, though. It's, it's kind of um, a chewy texture. It's, it's good. And also in 26, we have, well, Skinner's Raisin Bran. I guess that was the dawn of Raisin Bran, where you have the Bran Flakes and Raisins. Always a classic. They're sort of a, a, a sun as the logo. 1928, we have Zo, Z-O, Zo. <laughs> 1928, well, this is a big one. Rice Krispies. I don't know if they started with those three little L's. Snap, crackle, and pop, but that's a big one. That's the one that that, that makes noise, right? When you when you put the milk on it, that's a whole thing. I wonder how they make that. Do they? I have to think some sort of like like pressure chambers involved. I'm not sure though. Let's see, 1929 grains of gold. No, don't doesn't ring a bell. And 1930, we got a bunch of Quaker crackles. No, a Nabisco shredded wheat, which I I think that's a a big one. Um, Cocoa wheat, and then in 1932, we have a few Weetabix, the actual Weetabix. Not something we ever encountered growing up, but they started releasing it here uh, in, in the U.S. later, maybe in the 90s or early 2000s. I think in the 90s, from my perspective at least. In 1932, we have Grape Nut Flakes. 34, Wheat Krispies. 36, this is the Depression, so they're not really going to have a lot of new cereals, I don't think. 36, we have uh, Shredded Ralston. Maybe this is before Ralston joined with Purina to become the Ralston Purina Corporation. 
37, we have a few. We have Huskies. Kicks, K-I-X. So Kicks re came up recently because we, I was actually playing um, Cards Against Humanity with my uh, neighbors. I hadn't played that in years, the sort of dirty card game. And um, they had blank, kid-tested, mom-approved. So, of course, the answers are all these dirty things. We found out that was Kicks. That was one of their ad campaigns, uh, kid-tested, mom-approved. I'm not sure if Kix is still going. On year 37, Wheat Checks, and I think the Checks cereals have been a um, a real staple. Again, it's that weaving process, little little squares of wheat. And in fact, um, when I made my super objects, one of them was called Glass Checks because we found these little glass tiles that looked exactly like the Czech cereals. So these were Glass Checks. I think I still have some in my garage, I, maybe. Glass checks. That was a great super object. Um, 39, we have Ranger Joe rice honeys and Ranger Joe wheat honeys. Whatever happened. Who is Ranger Joe? I know Ranger Rick from the uh, that magazine. He, he was a, a anthropomorphic raccoon. I don't know Ranger Joe, though. 1940, puffed wheat sparkles. Puffed rice sparkles. No. 41. See, this is before I was born in 67, so this is all before my time. In 41, we have Miller's Cornflakes and Cheery Oats. I wonder if that's the, uh, well, yeah, okay, Cheerios is coming up. Cheery Oats. 1942, here it is, Kellogg's Raisin Brand and Post Raisin Brand. Two companies came out with a raisin brand, but that previous company had raisin brand. And then in 1945, we get one of the all-time classics, Cheerios. And it's funny, I, they, they were able to sell this to kids, even though it was more like an adult cereal, maybe because the shape were like little tiny donuts, right, Cheerios. We always had those, but we put sugar on our Cheerios. We had like a bowl of sugar. We took a spoon. I, I remember this. My mother would tell us, oh, yeah, put sugar on top. So Cheerios weren't sweet enough, so we put sugar on top. You may as well be eating the sugary cereal. 46, we have corn toasties. 49, Popeye puffed wheat. I guess that was the character tie-in, Popeye the Sailor. 49, also Sugar Crisp. Is that is that the same as Super Sugar Crisp? Maybe. In 50, we get Sugar Corn Pops. Yes, those were great. I, I had those a lot growing up, uh, the Sugar Corn Pops. They were a little bit larger, kind of uh, ovoid or oblong shapes. Those were really good. I liked, I liked Corn Pops. 1950, uh, the rice checks were introduced. They, they had many different checks, but rice checks. Never glass checks, but that's only in the super object world. Also in 50, a bunch more sugar crinkles. Corn pops. Are those? Wait. Corn pops and sugar corn pops. So maybe, I don't know. Uh, now So now that we're into 50s, let me just switch over to the, the version that has the images. But it's gonna. It, I have to click on each one. Yeah, I think it's better to look at the images here. So yeah, so that is corn pops is the one from today. Sugar corn pops, rice checks and sugar crinkles. Oh, interesting. That did it. Post sugar crinkles has like a clown. Um, let me see how hard it's going to be to. Fifty one. Yes, yeah, it's going to take a little longer. But I, ha I need to see them from now on. Fifty one, cornfetti cereal. Sugar Pops and Maypo, M-A-Y-P-O. You know, I've I've heard of that one, and it has kind of a, this child 
cowboy cartoon character, but I think it was a bit before my time. 52, well, uh, a big one, Frosted Flakes with Tony the Tiger and, of course, Sugar Frosted Flakes. I'm assuming this, this tiger came before the Exxon Gasoline Tiger, but they both were kind of similar. Uh, I think uh, the Tony the Tiger has a little bit more, a little more cartoonish of a look. We definitely had Frosted Flakes a lot. That was kind of a staple. That's a good one. Oh, wow. We get bonus, Frank, this time around. This is a much longer, and uh, this is going to be an encyclopedia of some sort, and we are here. Uh, this is a treat. Um, uh, yeah, let's see. I took notes here. Uh, malt oatmeal, it, it's just oatmeal. It really is. Uh, with a little, I mean, you'd think, since I love malt, that whatever malt flavor in it would make it a favorite cooked cereal of mine, but all attempts at malt oatmeal, uh, I'll pass. Not for me. Perhaps for you, but not for me. Cocoa Wheats. Uh, that apparently was the first cocoa cereal. Amazing. And Mapo, uh, we used to get that when I was a kid, and I liked that. That's another cooked cereal, but it was always scarce. It, it, it never lingered on the shelves in its day, but uh, when it was there, uh, we would get it. And uh, in the winter, little PQ Ribber loved himself a nice hot cereal uh, before going out in the freezing cold and waiting for the school bus. Oh, man. And I didn't realize it was that late, but now it makes sense. But uh, I would say that Sugar Frosted Flakes, Sugar Frosted Flakes were the beginning of of the super duper sugared cereal where they just pulled out all the stops and impregnated each and every flake with a nice layer uh, a, a patented process from what i understand of sugary goodness oh man if you really want the total sugar cereal experience uh you, you, that's the one that really is to this day and I think they've kicked back the formula quite a bit between me and you so uh, uh, just enjoy indulge and uh, yeah you might not want it for breakfast though that doesn't sound like a good idea uh, 53 we get uh, sugar jets no. sugar smiles and sugar smacks right so Sugar Smacks was a big one. Eventually, I think Diggum the Frog, I believe, was Sugar Smacks. Um, originally, some sort of frightening clown was the, uh, the mascot there. 54, Rice Honeys and, and, and Wheat Honeys. And then a major cereal, Tricks. Tricks, the, those little balls of different colors. Eventually, the rabbit, uh, silly rabbit, tricks are for kids, a major ad campaign. So Tricks starts in 54. <clears throat> 65, uh, 55, Shredded Wheat Juniors, Shreddies, Post Shreddies, and Special K. Another one that was never considered. I remember having Special K, but 
It was sort of a an, I, the only time I ever had Special K was when there were those those little packages of little miniature cereal boxes, and those like those uh, variety packs. The cereal boxes. It was a box, and inside was the cereals in a bag of wax paper, right? And the idea it had scoring on at least in my era, you could open it up and eat. You can pour milk inside. So you would open up the box, then you would open up the um, the the wax. A paper, and you could use that as the bowl. That was pretty cool. The 56, one cereal was introduced, General Mills Cocoa Pops with Sonny the Cuckoo Bird. I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. <laughs> this insane bird. Those were always good. We had those a bunch. Cocoa Puffs. 57, uh, Cubs cereal from Nabisco. It looks like Tarzan is the guy there, uh, the mascot. And then Surprise cereal from Battle Creek Food. Yeah, no, no, none of them. that doesn't ring a bell. Let's go to fifty-eight. But um, yeah, there is that whole thing about uh, the that guy Kellogg, and uh, there's I know there's been a bunch of stuff on him. I think he was a Seventh Day Adventist, which is a bit of a fringe Christian sect, and um, I think was he the one that sort of felt that like uh, people shouldn't eat foods that were that all that tasty because it was it would ignite the passions and yeah there was weird like anti sexuality aspects to cereal which is a bit odd but anyway yes fifty eight definitely there's some big ones corn checks so now they added a third check cereal using corn junior cereal and then. Uh, Cocoa Krispies. That was a that was a major one. They're showing a box with a monkey. I'm not sure, about it. but Cocoa Krispies. They were just the Rice Krispies, just but just f- chocolate flavored. Yeah. Also in uh, 58 Alphabets, the aforementioned Alphabets. This was a cereal that had a whole interactive element because it had all the letters of the alphabet, so you could spell things out. As we talked about Alphabets a little bit earlier, that's a major one. 59 has a lot. We have Kellogg's Concentrate Cereal, Heart of Oat Cereal, OKs from Kellogg's with some sort of a, a, a Scottish warrior, Frostios, Oat Flakes, and Orbits. Yeah, none of these really, eh. I don't think any of these really lasted too long. And now we're in the 1960s. Let's see what we got here. 1960, we have All Stars, Sugar Coated Corn Flakes, Twinkles, High Pro, Top three with Bugs Bunny on the on the box and Wheat Hearts cereal. Yeah, well, those didn't really get very far. <laughs> Listen, they kept trying new ones. Some some of them stuck and some didn't. Right now we have sixty one. We have uh, Total, one of those cereals kids never wanted. Total, okay, Total cereal. I think it's still around. That was an adult cereal. Post shredded wheat, all brand buds from Kellogg's and and a classic. A big one, a massive one, with one of the greatest cereal commercials ever. In 1961, from Quaker, Life Cereal was introduced. Life Cereal. That was pretty good because they were like, I don't know if they were rice, some kind of rice checks or corn checks or whatever, but it had sugar on it. And that was, uh, what kind of cereal is this, the commercial? Um, I don't know. Let's get Mikey. He, he hates everything. Hey, Mikey. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. <laughs> this kid, Mikey. This was one of these... Uh, it was in the 70s, but uh, this commercial just kept going on and on that Mikey, this little kid, 
because kids were suspicious of life because it looked like an adult cereal, but Mikey liked it. So I remember we got that one quite a bit too. And let's go to 62. Yeah, 62 uh, count-off cereal, uh, sort of with a rocket ship on the front. I guess 62 rocketry space space travel was getting big. Crispy Critters, Country Cornflakes, and Extra cereal. Not not one of the best years for cereal, 62. How about 63? Well, six. whoa. 63, uh, Team, I don't know, Triple Snack cereal. With a blue giraffe, yeah. cornflakes and strawberry cereal. I'm assuming uh, this. They, they did have some freeze dried um, fruits sometimes, so maybe these were freeze dried uh, strawberries. Team flakes and cornflakes and peaches, but two major cereals uh, got launched: uh, Fruit Loops with uh, with the toucan. What's his name? Toucan Sam. Yes, Toucan Sam. From Fruit Loops, that was a big one because they were little donut-shaped uh, pieces of cereal, multicolored, and the the toucan with the multicolored beak, toucan Sam. That was an absolute classic. We had that a lot. Fruit Loops is big, but in '63, one of the breakfast cereal staples of all time, Captain Crunch, was uh, released, and uh, so Captain Crunch wasn't that one of the uh, one of the early phone hackers was named Captain Crunch. And the famous thing about that, I remember reading this book um, called uh, Micro Surfs by Douglas Copeland. I think he's the guy that, that coined the term Generation X. And they talked about how you would eat it and would like sound, sandpaper the roof of your mouth. And there would be like bits of flesh hanging from the top of your mouth. This was a hazardous cereal, but everyone loved it. Captain Crunch. It stayed. See, the idea is that when you put milk on it, it stays crunchy even in the milk. It doesn't become soggy. Because it, 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 it's formed with, like, very sharp edges. It like injures, It's cereal that injures you, but everyone loved it, you know? That was 63. So we th- see things are really picking up here in the 60s. How about 64? So a lot of the cereals that... This is obviously from my era in the 70s. A lot of the cereals were introduced in this year. Um, only two in 64. We have uh, cornflakes with instant banana cereal. And there's some sort of anthropomorphic uh, banana character. I'm assuming these were all f- freeze-dried uh, pieces. But the other one that was introduced in 64, one of the all-time classics, Lucky Charms with the Leprechaun. This was uh, f- little freeze-dried marshmallows, right? In they were good, but the rest of the cereal is kind of bland. <laughs> so they threw in the cheapest crap, plus these amazing little marshmallows. That was a great one. Lucky Charms, and that was a big commercial. The Lucky Charms Leprechaun. I don't know if they're still doing that. I, I don't know if that would be considered objectionable these days. Uh, sort of, um, you know, are, are they sort of some sort of um, stereotype of Irish people? I don't know. I think it's still okay. I don't know. 65. Okay. Look, oh, wow. There's a lot in 65. And uh, we'll just go down the list here. Apple Jacks. These were really good. And the, the mascots were these little, like, crayon drawings of children. Not not very strong characters, but the Apple Jacks themselves were really good. We got these all the time. Again, they were in that little donut shape. I'm assuming that's because the hole in the middle meant that you needed less of them to fill up the box. But I, 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 guess, I guess they're selling them by weight. But a hole in the middle has to, like, right... 
it, it almost like it fills it up without having, you know, like that's like, so can, you can put less and still fill up a box. I don't know. That's like a, just a theory. Those were so good. It was like this sort of cinnamon apple flavor. Really good stuff. Um, <clears throat> and a bunch of also rands, uh, banana wackies, buttercups. I don't cornflakes and blueberries. You know, cream crunch. I've only ever seen this as a. You know, I've seen the picture. It's this sort of frightening ice cream cone man character. Cream crunch. I never think I had that. But there we go, honeycomb. Honeycomb cereals, um, they usually, their thing was actual human children that had this honeycomb hideout. And that was the ad, the ad campaign. I remember as a kid, you always wanted to have like a hideout. You could go with other kids and just sort of get away from the adults. Uh, honeycombs were uh, shaped almost like a hexagon, and but with holes in it. It was like a honeycomb, and I think there was some sort of honey flavoring to it. Those were good, though. I'd, I had those a lot. Puffed rice from Malto Meal, puffed wheat from Malto Meal, uh, Tutti Fruity Twinkles, no, and Wackies with a little wacky cartoon guy, no. But these two, uh, Quake and Quisp from Quaker, uh, by the time I was eating cereal, these were gone, at least from my area, from New Jersey. Uh, I'm assuming people that were a few years older than me may remember these, but these were gone by the time I was a kid. Quake is... uh, like a cartoon guy, I guess he's like a miner. He has one of those mining helmets on. And Quisp, the character itself, is he's like a little alien guy with a propeller on his head. And um, I don't know why these kind of vanished, or maybe just from my area, but I never had these growing up. But I've heard a lot of anecdotal thoughts on this, that they were much beloved, but I don't know what happened to them. I never had them growing up. Now let's go to 66, the year right before I was born. And, uh, let's see, Mr. Waffles, what? It's a guy with a bowler hat. It almost looks like uh, Oliver Hardy. I never heard of that one. Mr. Waffles Bananas, banana cereal, puppet caramel flavored wheat. What? What is that? I guess it came, it, it was inside a puppet character. That's bizarre. I never heard of that. Ship Shake Captain Crunch liquid cereal. What? Ship Shake. Liquid cereal? I never heard of that one. But remember, I a long time ago in the Overnight Skip, I interviewed this beverage inventor guy, and he did create cereal in a can, which was a similar thing. Very short-lived product. This would have been in the, the you know the 2000s. Corn bursts with an alligator. Wheat stacks. None of these I recognize, but Product 19 from Kellogg's. Another one of those boring adult cereals. Uh, I do remember I had Product 19, but um, and I think that might still persist. I don't know. That was around for a while, but that was never very fun as a kid. Now let's get to my birth year, 1967, and let's see what cereals were also born this year. Uh, hmm. Corn Crackos with a little red character. I, those were gone by the time I was... Listen, I, when you're born, you don't really remember those for the first few years. Diet Frosted... Rice puffs, puffa puffa rice, which has a like a volcano on the front. That I don't remember. Sugar cone cereal, diet frosted wheat cereal, nope. But one cereal, which uh, was huge, and I still remember these to this. As a kid, we had these all the time. Crunch berries, Captain Crunch Crunch Berry cereal. This added these uh, wonderful little um, like red balls to the cereal. 
that were uh, very crunchy crunch berries. That was always a good one. So a mixed bag in, in 67. Let's go to 68 here. Let's see. <clears throat> Cinnamon mm, cereal, <laughs> clackers, corner roos, frosted oat flakes, honey munch with um, Winnie the Pooh. I'm assuming this, this cereal, though I'm sure it's not around anymore, would have been made illegal in China because um, Winnie the Pooh is not allowed in China. So we know puffed cor- corn flakes, raisin bran checks, rice cream flakes. And total cornflakes, really not a very big year for cereal there. Let's go to 69. So this is all the cereals like the hippies would have gotten into, but I don't know. Let's see. 69 is a bunch. Uh, strawberry combos, size 8, orange combos, uh, great good stuff, Dynaman, and chocolate combos. None of those seem to work. But there's three here that did. Uh, another Captain Crunch variety, Peanut Butter Crunch. I loved these. These were delicious. They were, um, I think they were more in that spheroid form. They were this rich peanut butter flavor. I loved Peanut Butter Crunch. I can still remember the flavor of that. And then a major cereal, Fruity Pebbles with Fred Flintstone on the cover. These were great. These are smaller little flakes of multiple colors. I love Fruity Pebbles. And that, I think, is still going to this day. Very popular cereal from Post. And finally, Kaboom with the, uh, the, the clown. And I think, PQ, did you mention that that was one of the cereals you were allowed to eat growing up? I think, now that I remember, I think, PQ, uh, if did, did you say that um, you weren't allowed to have a lot of these cereals growing up? So I guess I was very lucky to have all the cereals growing up. But um, uh, Kaboom was one of the healthy cereals, and they had a clown mascot. And I, I do remember seeing it at, like, this little grocery store in my town. And, uh, oh, here comes the mailman. But I, I don't think I had Kaboom very much. And, of course, it was it was one of our, in my the early days of my college radio show in 86, that was one of our uh, Space Shuttle Challenger jokes. Just about a month or two after it happened, the Space Shuttle Challenger blew up. We're like, what is the official breakfast cereal of the Space Shuttle Challenger? Kaboom. See, we were trying to be very edgy back then. Kaboom. Oh, man. Yeah, that my folks made some sort of attempts at keeping the sugar levels in me down. It didn't work, but yeah, I kaboom really tasted like lightly sugared cardboard which is probably what all cereals tasted like they just put more sugar on it so it didn't taste as much like cardboard although who knows i mean the vitamin content was probably some sort of spray on you know like kellogg sprayed the sugar on the frosted flakes i I suspect it was something like that and I, i i Personally, just between me and you, um, I am so anti-Crunchberry. Uh, I, I like Captain Crunch. Those the Crunch Berries. Uh, I would literally just just skip them and eat 
to wait for the crunch. Yeah, like the trick with the crunch. Let it soften. Don't be in a hurry to eat your Captain Crunch, and you you will not get that hanging flesh mouth that uh, it, it prevails in any other situation. Man, these old cereals, and, and this this is my wheelhouse. Uh, Frank and I are just what it was seven years difference, and that seems to be some sort of cycle. He, uh, when I was phasing out of sugared cereals being a thing, which would be I don't know seventy two, seventy three. Frank was just coming in to that great cereal age. In fact, uh, I just uh, had me some Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah, it's a Wednesday, and uh, I went and got me some Cocoa Pebbles uh, to finish this show. Uh, I, I, I kind of got distracted. Yeah, when uh, things start happening, it uh, somehow or other uh, time gets shifted around things oh boy anyhow uh we are continuing let's, let's hand it back over to frank before i start digressing and stuff what was that bell sound that's weird all right now we're in the 70s one of the greatest eras ever for everything really what the hell's that bell is it breakfast time for some cereal no all right <clears throat> 1970. <coughs> Sugar Checks, which has Casper the Ghost as the icon, no. Peter Max Love Swiss Mix Cereal, no. Fortified Oat Flakes Bran and Prune Flake Cereal, wow. Rally Cereal from Kellogg's, nope. And then we have King Vitamin, who I do, I don't think I ever had it, but it's this sort of photorealistic king guy, King Vitamin from Quaker. I guess they're trying to get cereals that are a little bit more healthy now. Uh, the parents go, oh, it has vitamins in it. But a major cereal, uh, Cocoa Pebbles, uh, a companion to Fruity Pebbles, but had the chocolate flavor. So we would always get both, Cocoa and Fruity Pebbles. Those were great with the, um, the Flintstones characters. See, the Flintstones characters came a long way. First, they were, um, had, they were on commercials for cigarettes, and then finally they moved over to cereal, which is a bit... Well, they were unhealthy cereals, too. <laughs> Sugary cereals. 71. <laughs> well, we have one here that that's a big one. There are two, two big ones. The, other, the rest are kind of... Vanilla Crunch with, that, with Captain Crunch's dog. I probably had that. I do kind of remember that. Um, sweet Wheat, no. Norman cereal. There's this weird cartoon guy named Norman, like a weird cartoon monster. Corn total cereal. Any, any totals, or forget it. That's an adult cereal. And buckwheats, no. But probably some of the most iconic cereals of all time. Introduced in 71, the monster cereals. Count Chocula and Frankenberry. These were amazing. The Similar to um, Lucky Charms, they had a cereal, but then they had the little... Um, the little uh, freeze-dried marshmallows. And I do remember an early experience where I ate so much Frankenberry that it was, I think I was being potty trained. And uh, I, I remember seeing like half of my, uh, my shit was, it was pink because I ate too much Frankenberry. <laughs> I know it's a very odd memory, but a very early memory. My only memory of potty training. Yeah. Yeah. 
72. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get to the boring ones first. Um, 100% natural cereal, cinnamon raisin bran, Heartland, Mr. Wonderful's Surprise, and Mr. Wonderful's Surprise Vanilla. Mr. Wonderful looks like some sort of wizard dude. Didn't really uh, take off. Crunchy Nuggets, Winnie the Pooh cereal, another one that would be illegal in China. Hoot, Cocoa Hoots with a cartoon owl. I don't remember that one, but that's a cool one. I would love to have that box. But my most wanted cereal boxes, I would say personally, and I had these cereals. I remember having them, and they were short-lived, from General Mills, Sir Grapefellow, and Baron Von Redberry. And I do have my Sir Grapefellow, my Sir Grapefellow t-shirt that I wore to the fish show recently. Um, so it basically it was... Uh, you know, kind of the World War One, the Red Baron, and um, the, you know the, the the whoever the guy was that was flying the Sopwith Camel. You know that was very popular back then. So these were really good. I, mean, I especially remember the Grapefellow cereal. Unlike Grape Nuts, this actually had a great grape flavor, and the Baron von Redberry was. So I remember having these cereals, and these are boxes. These are the two boxes I would are, that are number one on my list. Even though Baron von Redberry has a little bit of like a Nazi vibe to it, but. It was the Germans before the Nazi thing, but anyway. I wonder what 73 holds for us. This, this is a great website, mrbreakfast.com. <clears throat> In addition to the monster cereals, Booberry. I think I remember when this came out and being really excited and loved Booberry cereal. Cinnamon Crunch with Jean Lafitte. I do believe we had that, um, the evil pirate character, but the evil pirate character, the other ones aren't pirates. Um, kind of. Cocoa Freakies and Freakies. So Freakies was a cereal that I remember like I remember going over to my friend's house and they had Freakies magnets on their fridge, but I don't think I was really that into Freakies. They were cool little monster characters though. You have uh, Nature Valley Granola Cereal, Pink Panther Flakes with the Pink Panther cartoon character, don't remember that. Quangaroos from Quaker with a cartoon kangaroo and then Super Orange Crisp, which was, I'm assuming, a variant of Super Sugar Crisp because you have the sugar bear on there. One of the creepiest cereal characters ever. Hey, kids, I'm the sugar bear. Creepy. It's a creepy dude, really. Where are we now? 74, right? Yeah. All right. 74 has a th- four, three of which are kind of eh. Bopperoos with another sort of looks like it, it from Nabisco, kind of a uh, a beatnik blue kangaroo. Don't remember that one. CW Post cereal. Magic Puffs with a hat, a magic hat as, as the icon. And uh, no, I don't remember those at all. But in 74 comes, I think, the holy grail for most cereal box collectors, Fruit Brute, right? In addition to the cereals, right, the fourth monster cereal, with Fruit Brute, who's like a werewolf guy. And I remember getting this. I think it may have been in Montana. I only I know it only lasted a few years. And uh, Quentin Tarantino puts Fruit Brute in a lot of his movies. I know they reissued it recently in the recent years, but this was one of the most fascinating, and this is one of the most expensive cereal boxes. In fact, I was talking to this guy at the Comic-Con a number of years ago, um, who, had a, who actually has a character named Mr. Toast. I forget who this guy is. 
Remember, I think I talked to him on the show, and at first he didn't want to talk to me, but then I talked to him about how he owns a fruit brood box, which back then even it was worth about $5,000. Now God only knows fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 for a box of fruit brood, I imagine. Let's go to 75 This is great, great stuff. Corny snaps with a, a, a um, turtle cartoon character, like a, a turtle Three Musketeers character. I don't really re- remember that. Country Morning, Country Morning with Raisins, Fruity Freakies, uh, Toastios, and I would say a, an all-time classic, Golden Grams. These were coated in something, so when you poured them in the box, they did. They had sort of like this glass sound to them, right, because they had this coating on them. And they were really good. They were really crunchy. I remember you would like bite them and you would like stack them up in your mouth and crunch down on it. And they're like those graham crackers. Those graham crackers actually were one of those foods originally by one of those religious dudes who were creating foods to curb your sexual appetite. And graham crackers were part of that. But we used to get graham crackers too. We didn't know about that sordid history. All right. 76. Uh, yeah. Moonstones, I do remember this. I think we may have gotten this because there was, um, it feels a bit like related to uh, Freakies, but I think we, we had some, I don't know if we had some stickers or magnets or something from Moonstones, um, short-lived. Ralston always had like, their cereals were always like third tier, fourth tier cereals. Nabisco Shreddies, Cinnamon Nut Cheerios, whatever. And this one that I honestly don't remember, Grins and Smiles and Giggles and Laugh Cereal, one of the coolest cereal boxes ever. It's this weird, like, machine that makes these, that makes, like, smiles in cereal bizarre, but it's a great, great look. Very 70s. But I don't know why I don't remember it. I it, Well, it was Ralston, too. So Ralston was, like, the, the cereal loser, you know. Uh, let's go to 77 here. <clears throat> All right. There's there, there's one big one. Um, but we have Cracklin brand, Crazy Cow Strawberry Cereal with a Crazy Cow character. Don't remember that. Life Stream 8, an adult cereal. Frosted Rice Cereal, which has Tony the Tiger's nephew, I think. I kind of remember that character, but I don't really remember Frosted Rice very much. Then you had uh, Crazy Cow with Chocolate. Again, I might... That might... We may have gotten that a few times, but it really... I mean, a cow is not really that popular, not that, not, not that exciting of a character. But one of the greatest cereals that really persisted, Cookie Crisp. They were like eating little cookies. What's better than that? And that was from Ralston. That was one of the successes from Ralston. This was when they had a, a wizard as the mascot. They went to a, a cop and a robber and then eventually a wolf, right, for their cookie. But Cookie Crisp was a great one. We had that one a lot. Now we're going to 78... Brand checks, Country Crisp, Country Logs with a Beaver, Graham Crackos, and Frosted Mini Wheats. Really, that didn't start till 78. That was a staple. Frosted Mini Wheats. That started in 78? We used to get those a lot. Those were great. They were just the Mini Wheats just with, slathered with frosting. And, of course, Cinnamon Life. We got that one a lot. That was a great one. The cin- I, remember, oh, I still remember the taste of that. I love Cinnamon Life. Let's, let's uh, round out the 70s here with 79. <clears throat> um, hmm. 
Well, we have uh, crispy wheats and raisins. No. Though, you know what? I do actually remember. I think we got that one. I think we, we got that for a few months. We were getting crispy wheats and raisins. I remember that. Habsies. I don't remember that, but there's a commercial for Habsies on the other side. Honey bran. M- most. No. Um, Waffalos, which I do think we got Waffalos. Very short-lived from Ralston. They had that sort of waffle and syrup flavor. And there's a. I also play that commercial on the other side, uh, Waffalo Bill. And then really a quite a classic with a, with a B character, uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. Those were really big, and I do think we got those quite a bit. And now we're in the 80s. Listen, I knew this was going to take a while. Listen, this is we have to go through all the cereals, okay? Damn it. Um, donuts cereal vaguely rings a bell. They're like little donuts. But, may, but meanwhile, as I said, the donut shape was in cereals all the time for, for a long time. Blueberry waffles, golden puffs, corn bran, honey and nut corn flakes, raisins, rice and rye, and wheat and raisin checks. So, yeah, this is kind of a – yeah, donuts didn't really take off. So 1980 didn't start off well. And I don't know. I mean, have we gotten to all of the staples now? Let's see. Let's see what we else we have. In 81, Banana Frosted Flakes. I do think we got those. That was very short-lived. Dinky Donuts. Another attempt at donuts. This one might, I may remember having Dinky Donuts. Um, Nutrigrain and Orange Blossom Cereal. That was one of the um, Strawberry Shortcake characters. Orange Blossom was like Strawberry Shortcake's uh, friend. Let's go to 82 here. Okay. Choco Crunch from Captain Crunch. Yeah. Donkey Kong cereal. We're getting the video game cereals now. Fruit and fiber with dates, raisins, and walnuts. Fruit and nut granola cereal. Honey Nut Crunch Raisin Bran cereal. Well, so many. Marsh- Marshmallow Krispies cereal. PB&J with, what is that, like sort of an African hunter guy? A hun- like a hunter with a, with, a, with a hound dog? I might, that might ring a bell. I don't know. Raisin Grape Nuts. S'mores cereal. I do remember s'mores, I think. S'mores grams. And strawberry shortcake, the, the, the character. And wishing stars. So, eh. As I was getting a bit older here, I, I don't know if the cereals were quite as, as big for me. <clears throat> 83. Body Buddies. I kind of recognize that, but I think it's more for my cereal research. Cornflakes Malto Meal. No. Cracker Jack cereal. Well, I guess that was inevitable eventually. That didn't last very long. Crispix. Somehow, for one reason, I think Crispix had like one kind on one side and the other one on the other. It was like a hexagon. I do remember having a lot of Crispix. Crispix Krispies. Crispy Oatmeal and Raisin Checks. Crispy Rice Malto Meal. Donkey Kong Jr. cereal. Fruit and Fiber. I think I do remember having Fruit and Fiber. Fruitful Brand. Pac-Man cereal. Raisin Brand. Malto Meal. Malto Meal. Smurfberry Crunch, Strawberry Honeycomb, and Strawberry Krispies. Yeah, I, a lot of these are not ringing a bell. I think I was kind of getting out of the cereal scene at this point, you know. So let's see. Um, we're up to 84. Apple Raisin Crisps, C-3PO's. I, I, I remember the box. Oh, here's the debut of a, okay, we have the debut of a big one here. But let's go to the, do the other ones. Double checks, frosted flakes, Malto meal, Kashi, 
Really? Kashi started back then? I thought it was more recent. Kashi Pilaf, Pro Stars, Mr. T Serial with the cartoon Mr. T, Gremlin Serial, E.T. Serial. So a lot of these tie-ins that just, they probably lasted like a year or two. I mean, they, these didn't really last very long. Though something like the, the Flintstones ones, the, Pebble, the Pebbles, lasted a long time. But in 84, an all-time classic that they've been creating a lot more products for now is Cinnamon Toast Crunch Cereal, an all-time classic. Introduced in 84, Loved it. I remember having that a lot. In fact, I just saw their Cinnamon Toast Crunch popcorn at the 7-Eleven down the street. And there's also Cinnamon Toast there's, uh, there's a lot of Cinnamon Toast Crunch products now. They're branching out. That was a good one. So see, even in the 80s, like all-time classics are introduced. How about 85? <clears throat> uh, 85, yeah. Bran Muffin Crisp, Cabbage... So a, lot, a lot of these tie-ins. Cabbage Patch Kids, G.I. Joe, Garfield, Ghostbusters, Honey Nut Toastios, Just Right Cereal, Natural Raisin Bran, OJ's, which is a, like a cowboy that for orange juice, vaguely, Rainbow Bright, K.O.'s. But uh, Nerd Cereal. I don't think I really had it, but Mad Mike in that one, in, in the... Uh, the weird university is like, ooh, new one, nerds, 98% sugar. Remember that line? So this is around, the, these are the cereals when I was making my videos. Wow. How about 86? Almond Delight. I kind of remember that one. Clusters. I remember that one as well. I think a squirrel was the, was the icon. Fruit and Fiber Mountain Trail. Fruit Wheat Cereal. Honey Graham Checks. Horizon Cereal. Transformers, and two that were also in that video when M Mad Mike goes down the cereal aisle. Ooh, Circus Fun. Yes, trying to uh, have another clown character. Circus Fun and Rocky Road. Those both were uh, on that video, which was in 86 or 87. So, wow. I don't really remember eating those cereals very much. 87. Common Sense Oat, Fruit and Fiber, Peaches, Raisins, and Almonds, Fruit Islands from Ralston with a uh, an Islander a native Islander character that I'm sure wouldn't fly today. Fruity Marshmallow Krispies, Gerber Toasted Oat Rings, <laughs> Ice Cream Cones uh, cereals. They have chocolate and vanilla. I kind of I remember seeing that. It has kind of a neon logo. Um, Muselicks from Kellogg's. Yeah, around this time, you started hearing a lot about muesli or muslicks, which is a big European cereal. Honey and Nut Crunch, Nutrific, Pro-Grain, Oat Squares, Raisin Nut Bran, and some more Magic Smurf Berries. The Smurfs are back. I don't know if there's, there's like any more all-time classics, because Cinnamon Toast Crunch is a big one. But Oh, wait, I spoke too soon. Of course, yes. We were waiting for this one. Of course. There is a big one in, in 88. There's a lot in 88. Let's get to the losers first. Bozo's Little O's with Bozo the Clown. Still trying to push clowns on kids back then. Brand News. California Raisins. You knew that was happening. That was real big back then. Christmas Crunch. Cracklin Oat Brand. Crisp Crunch. Crunchy Stars with um, the Swedish Chef from the Muppets. Dinosaurs. They're like dinosaurs in a diner from Ralston again, yeah. And just more donuts. Dunkin' Donuts cereal. 
Frosted Flakes from Ralston is now making Frosted Flakes. Fruit Rings, Mana Millet Flakes, Mickey Mouse Magic Crunch. Wow, so so Mickey finally gets a cereal. Um, Nintendo cereal. Oatmeal Squares, Nut and Honey Crunch Biscuits. And this one is interesting. I was actually just researching this. I was tempted to buy a box of this, though. I don't remember eating it. Morning Funnies from Ralston. And it actually had comic strips. At all the comic strip characters, morning funnies, but of course, the uh, the fifth and final of the monster cereals, another fruit version, the fruity yummy mummy, who took over from fruit fruit as a fruit mo- uh, monster, fruity yummy mummy. That lasted a bit longer, but that also was discontinued at some point, as far as I know. I know in recent years they brought them back because Gen X is has a lot of is they're older and have a lot of buying power now. How about 89? <clears throat> 89 doesn't doesn't look too promising. We have Apple Cinnamon Cheerios, Apple Cinnamon O's, Batman Cereal, Benefit Cereal, Breakfast with Barbie, Ghostbusters 2, Heartwise, Honey Bunches. Oh, wait, Honey Bunches of Oats. That's a big one, right? Yeah, Honey Bunches of Oats. I remember that. That's a pretty big one. That's still going, I think. Oat Checks, Oat Bake. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Tutti Fruities, and Total Raisin Bran. So, but yeah, Honey Bunches of Oats. That was a big one. Yeah, I kind of remember when that came out. I think it was a big sensation when that one came out. That was back still when you could be excited by a new cereal. We're going out of the '90s. Okay. I could preview them. Yeah, I mean this is a pretty. There's one interesting one, but. A lot of losers. Uh, Almond Apple Muesli, Bill and Ted's Excellent Cereal, Dino Pebbles Cereal, or Dino, Dino Pebbles, obviously. Honey Bunch of of Oats with Almond Cereal, Jetson Cereal, Multi-Brand Checks, Raisin Oat Brand, Spoon Size Shredded Wheat, Tiny Toon Adventure Cereal, Whole Grain Shredded Wheat, Triple Crunch, so you can uh, sandpaper the roof of your mouth three times as fast, Teddy, Teddy Graham's Breakfast Bears, Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters, New Kids on the Block, Ken Kenmei Rice Brand. So it's like a Japanese cereal. Hot Wheel cereal, Frosted Rice Checks Juniors, Breakfast on the Run, and finally, one that I do kind of remember, a Big Mix from Kellogg's. It was this sort of mutated moose character. And I think this was supposed to be the big new cereal, Big Mix, M-I-X-X. I think it mixed up a lot of the other cereals, but... Big Mix didn't really get very far, but it's a cool box. I wouldn't mind having that. See, I'm not collecting cereal boxes, but I could imagine if I collected anything, it probably would be cereal boxes. All right, let's go to 91. As a, again, I feel like like we're going to have less hits in, in, in these years. Just a, a lot of, like, a, like junky, uh, you know, like licenses. Basic Four, I remember that one, though. Basic Four, very boring cereal. Adam's Family, Christmas Cookie Crisp. Cinnamon Mini Buns, Frosted Bran, Cruncharoos, Holiday Lucky Charms, I Love Double Checks, Multigreen Cheerios, Oatmeal Crisp, Prince of Thieves Cereal. <laughs> what? That Robin Hood movie from the time? Rainforest Crisp, Rainforest Granola, Triples, Urkelos, of course, Urkel, the popular sitcom character. Then I knew that. Wheaties Honey Gold Cereal, Wonder Cereal, which is based on Wonder Bread. I did not know that. Of course, it's from Ralston. And World Wrestling Federation superstars, and I do see uh, Hulk Hogan and maybe Ultimate Warrior on there. 
I didn't know they had Wonder Bread cereal. That's kind of cool. I, I definitely was not as, you know, I was out of the breakfast scene at this point. We'll go to 92 here. Cinnamon Toastios, B Batman Returns, Berry Berry Kicks, Double Dip Crunch, Frosted Double Dip Crunch, Great Grains Crunchy Pecans. I don't say pecan, I say pecans. Uh, yeah. Great Grains Raisin Dates and Pecans. Marshmallow Alphabets, Honey and Nut Crunch O's, and S.W. Graham Cereal. S.W. Graham, was that trying to get back to sort of the basics or something? I don't know. C.W. Post was one, and S.W. Grant, yeah. yeah. These cereals are getting kind of kind of dull at this point. 93, ap a, a great year for so much pop culture, but cereals, not so much. Apple Cinnamon Rice Krispies, Branola, Buñuelitos. What based on the films of Luis Buñuel, with little eyeballs in there you can slice up. No, no. Coco Roos, Deep Sea Crunch, Dunka Balls was a little bas basketball cereal. Fingos, Graham Checks, Hidden Treasures, Marshmallow Mateys. This is very nightmarish. <laughs> I don't recognize any of this stuff. Popeye Cocoa Blasts, Rice Krispies Treats cereal, Ridgem's Corn Flakes. Ripple Crisp, Shredded Wheaton Bran, Sprinkle Spangles, what? Star Tunes, Toasted Oatmeal, and toast, Toasted Oatmeal Honey Nut. Yeah. They're going on in the 90s with cereal. I, I would have hoped there would be better cereals in the 90s. I think they lost their way in the 90s. Let's see, 94. Banana Nut Crunch, cereal, uh, Blueberry Morning, Corn Bursts, Healthy Choice, Pop-Tart cereal, again, every product under the sun being turned into cereal, Quarterback Crunch, this is now a football theme, Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs, Sun Crunchers, and Temptations. I'm very disappointed in the 90s of cereals here. Though, I don't know, if you were from that time, if you were a kid in the 90s, you might love these. Crispy Wheaties and Raisins, French Toast Crunch, Fruit Loops with Ghosts, what? Is that uh, Casper? I don't know. Frosted Cheerios, Raisin Golden Crisp, Home Run Crunch, a baseball-themed Captain Crunch. Now, Honey Frosted Wheaties, Honey Nut Clusters. That one sort of rings a bell. Kaleido Rice Krispies, Puffins Cereal, Spider-Man Cereal from Ralston. And temptations in both French almond, French vanilla almond, and uh, honey roasted pecan flavors. Pecan is a proper pronunciation. Pecan is is some sort of aberration from other parts of the country. Pecan. Well, it's the way I pronounce it. Ninety six, all American rice krispies, berry colossal crunch, cinnamon streusel cereal, cocoa blasts, Dutch apple, frosted shredded wheat, frosted wheat bites. Honey Crunch Corn Flakes, Marshmallow Safari, Olympic Lucky Charms, Protein Plus, Spooky Fruit Loops, more ghost cereals, Sweet Puffs, Team USA, Cheerios, and Waffle Crisp cereals. Oh my god, this is getting very, very, uh, not very good here. 97. Cine Minis, Cinnamon Grams, <laughs> so boring. Cocoa Frosted Flakes, Cranberry Almond Crunch, Frosted Mini Spooners. Now, this is not the, all the cereals that were available. These are just the ones that were introduced that year. 
I think there's there, there's so many classics at this point that they're trying to come up with a new one, but there's too much competition at this point, right? Fruity Confetti Fruit Loops, Holiday Fruity Pebbles, Honey Buzzers, Honey Nut Shredded Wheat, Jurassic Park Crunch, Keepers, Oops, All Berries. I kind of remember that when they uh, they took out the, the crunch part and they were just all berries. I, me- I remember that. Partners Gourmet, Razzle Dazzle Rice Krispies, Team Cheerios, and Tropical Forest Fruit Loops. Yeah, the rainforest was real big back then as a concept. They, 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 they renamed Jungles Rainforest, and that was a big marketing move. 98, we have Apple Zings, Bedrock Blizzard Cocoa Pebbles, Bedrock Blizzard Fruity Pebbles, Breakfast Mates, Cinecrunch Pebbles, Flutie Flakes. <laughs> Greg, was that guy, guy Doug Flutie, the uh, football player, right? He had that one play, right? That Hail Mary play, and yeah, I think. Grand Slams, Maple Crunch, Shreddies, Maple Frosted Wheaties, Marshmallow Blasted Fruit Loops, Oreo O's, and USA Crunch. USA Olympic Crunch. You know, this is getting very depressing as, as we reach the, the end of the 90s. In 1999, three-point pops. What the hell is that, three-point pops? That doesn't even seem real. Three-point oh, 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 it's another basketball cereal. Okay. Weird. Coco Dino Bites, Cosmic Crunch, Create a Crunch, Ensemble, Fruity Dino Bites, Grape Nut O's, Honey Dips, Honey Nut Checks. Oh, Millennials. That's kind of cool for the, for, the, for the Millennium. Everyone was into the Millennium back then in 99. You know, you want to party like it's 99, but not with these cereals. Millennials. NASCAR Speedway Crunch, Nestle Nest Quick Cereal. You knew that was happening eventually. Like that's a, that's a kind of milk, you know. It's a chocolate milk, Nesquik. Parasufamilia cinnamon stars. <laughs> what? Parasufamilia raisin bran. I guess they're targeting the Hispanic community with that. Raisin bran crunch, Reese's puffs, Reptar crunch, sunrise cereal, total oat, total brown sugar and oat cereal, U.S. soccer golden goals. Winter Lucky Charms. Were they already, like, you couldn't put Christmas on things anymore? Yeah, they, they call it winter. All right. I know this is, this is, it feels like diminishing returns, but I think we may as well finish this up here. 2000. This is getting very night, nightmarish. There's so many each year. And they just probably didn't last very long. They're just hoping for a hit. Cinecluster Raisin Bran. F- frightening Fruit Loops. More horror-themed Fruit Loops. I don't remember that at all. Galactic Crunch, Halloween Brew. Oh, I guess that was for Halloween, though, right? Yeah. They must have had them seasonally. Koala Crisp, Monster Pops, Mystery Crunch, Mystery Volcano Crunch, Pokemon. Oh, we're already to Pokemon already. Powerpuff Girls, Racing Apple Jacks, Rugrats in Paris Cereal, Sunflakes, Wild Thornberries Crunch Cereal, and Zoeos. Oh, God. <laughs> 2001, Atlantis cereal based on the smash hit movie from Disney, Atlantis, of course. Bart Simpson, Candy Corn Corn Pops. Really? Isn't that one of the most hated candies ever, That those little wax chunks known as candy corn? Cinnamon Crunch Crispix, Gold Medal Raisin Bran, Good Friend cereal from Kashi, Harmony cereal from General Mills. Homer's Cinnamon Donut, 
Honeygram Squares, Jack-O-Lantern Apple Jacks, Creepy Rice Krispies, Monsters Inc. Cereal, Neutron Berries, oh, it's Jimmy Neutron, Smashed Berries, Special K Red Berries, and Xena, Warrior Princess, A Taste of Honey. What? I think that was one of those gag things that they sold in those nerdy stores. All right, what do we got? 2002. We have to get to the end here. This is getting, but this is getting ridiculous. Bart Simpson's No Problemos, Buzz Blast, Cinnamon Marshmallow Scooby-Doo. Is this the first Scooby-Doo one we had? Cranberry Sunshine, Creepy Cocoa Rice Krispies, Frosted Mini Checks, Honey Bunches of, uh, honey bunches of Oats with Real Strawberries. They brought back those freeze-dried strawberries. Honey Nuttos, another Honey Bee with the illegal uh, Winnie the Pooh. Life Baked Apple Cereal. They're running out of flavors. Baked Apple now. Mickey's Magics, Multigrain Squares. Oats and Honey, Power Play, S'mores, another Spider-Man, this time from Kellogg's, Spooky Marshmallow, Fruit Loops, Star Wars Episode 2 cereal, okay, Attack of the Clone cereal, Strawberry Blasted Honeycomb, Strawberry Field cereal from Kashi, Synergy cereal from Nature's Path, Wheat Crunch Flakes, and Wheaties Energy Crunch cereal. Hi, hi, hi. I, I didn't realize how, how annoying the cereal world became. Airheads berries. Oh wow, Airheads. The uh, that that taffy candy is now uh, in Captain Crunch. Autumn wheat cereal, Berry Burst Cheerios, Berry Burst Cheerios with triple berries. Cat in the Hat cereal. Wow, Dr. Seuss arrives. Choco Donuts, Captain Crunch. Eat my short cereal. Of course, The Simpsons still very popular. Oh, man. Yeah, at this point, we have officially entered in the era of just flood the shelves with product and uh, hope something catches on and lots of licensing. And, uh, oh, man, I, I remember that just kind of going way back there, those pink panther flakes. They were just regular, like similar to sugar frosted flakes, but they were like the pink food coloring that they, they were. We used to get them. Yeah, there are a lot of really bizarre. Uh, they're just colors. The triple berries. Oh, jeez. Or yeah, I, I've seen. I, I guess it's not that new, but the all crunch berries. Ooh, I mean, just run, run fast, run away. You don't want to eat that. But you no, know, some people like crunch berries. I shouldn't be so rough on that. Um, it's just, oh, there's some of these cereals. Uh, but, yeah, these Cocoa Pebbles, I'm just having a little more and a little more. And, and they are quite good. Uh, and, and, and let's take a look at just real quick, so long as I'm here in the box. It's got Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble with their hands up in the air. And Fred is left left-handed he's holding a spoon in his left hand and barney is holding one in his right oh man and we won't even try to figure that there's any uh, nutritive value involved in any of this because uh, no no there isn't any nutritive value involved in this uh, mess 
But uh, yeah, these cereals now, I think from here on in, it's just going to get scarier and scarier. And I can't think of a cereal introduced after like 1980-something that is still on the shelves I mean, in the limited supply I get at the local smaller supermarket. And these are all those old people brands that have been around since uh, Hector was a pup. Fairly Odd Parent cereal, Finding Nemo cereal, Freaky Fruit Loops, Frosted Mini Wheats, Mag- Maple and Brown Sugar cereal, Green Slime Nickelodeon cereal, Hearty Morning, Howlin' Apple Jacks, Hulk cereal. This is getting ridiculous. It's, it's these so many new cereals. Cookie Cocoa Rice Krispies, Looney Tunes Back in Action, Maple Pecan Crunch, Monopoly, Muds and Bug, Mud and Bugs cereal from The Lion King, Organic Wild Organic Wild Puffs, Purlios, Raisin Brand from Cascadian Farms, Richard Petty's 43 cereal. What is that a NASCAR thing? Rugrats Go Wild Berries. Special K Vanilla Almond. Still trying to push that Special K crap. SpongeBob SquarePants. Tony Cinnamon Cruncher Cereal. Winter Fruity Pebbles. X-Men 2 Cereal. And Yu-Gi-Oh! Cereal now. Great. It feels like we have a long way to go, and this is getting worse and worse. Uh, what did I have a guy got myself into here? 2004. So by the way, 2003, that was the year the Overnight's Cave started, yes. I wonder if I reviewed any of these cereals on the show. Berry Burst Cheerios, Swift Strawberry Banana, Blueberry Muffin Tops, Bone Wise, Cinnamon Toasters, Clifford Crunch, Corn Flakes with Real Bananas. Wow, bringing that back from real early on. Fruit and Brand Cereal, Fruit Harvest Banana Berry, Peach Strawberry, Strawberry Blueberry, Haunted Apple Jack's Manor, Haunted Cocoa Rice Krispies Manor, Haunted Fruit Loops Manor. They're all they're all haunted house based. Immune-wise cereal, Incre- the Incredible cereal, Life with Honey Grams, Organic Wild Puffs, Caramel and Cocoa and Fruity Punch, Peanut Butter Toast Crunch cereal, Polar Express Princess cereal, Scooter's cr- cereal from Malto Meal, Shrek 2 Mud and Worm cereal, Shrek's Not Donkey cereal, Smart Start Soy Protein cereal, <laughs> Special K Low Carbs. This is not fun. The this, this cereal has gotten very sad at this point. Spider-Man 2 cereal and Total Protein cereal. Jesus. All right, 2005. We're gonna get. We're gonna get. Listen, we're gonna get through this. It, it started off so great, and now it's become torture. Banana almond medley from Weight Watchers. Carb well cinnamon crunch and golden crunch. Chocolate Lucky Charms. Well, I guess that was inev- inevitable eventually. Add chocolate, cinnamon cluster crunch, cookie crisp peanut butter, empower cereal, fiber one honey clusters, fiber wise, flakes and fiber with oats, frosted mini wheats, vanilla cream, honey almond crisp with real blueberries, honey almond crisp with real cranberries, Lilo and Stitch, maple and brown sugar mini spooners, marshmallow mania pebbles, mini swirl cinnamon bun, mini swirls fudge ripple, Mini Wheats Black... Oh my God, how many cereals came out this year? Mini Wheats Black Current. Robots cereal. Oh my God, was that a TV show or a movie? Robots? Jeez. South Beach Diet Toasted Wheat. South Beach Diet, South Beach Diet Whole Grain Crunch. 
Special K Fruit and Yogurt, Star Wars Episode Three Cereal, Swirl Berries, Captain Crunch, Tiger Power Cereal. So Tony the Tiger is really branching out now. Toasted Honey Crunch, Tony's Turbos, Total with Strawberries, Total Honey Clusters, Total Vanilla Yogurt, and Vanilla Puffed Wheat Cereal. Holy crap. I, I hope it, I, I, this is getting ridiculous. But 2006, let's see. All Brand Yogurt Bites, Balance, Berry Krispies, Berry Lucky Charms, Blueberry Monster Crunch, Caramel Nut Crunch, Cars Cereal, Chocolate Honeycomb. I guess if all else fails, add chocolate to an existing cereal. Cookie Crisp Double Chocolate. So if all else fails, add more chocolate. Crayon Vanilla Crunch, Dora the Explorer, Ego Waffle Cereal, Ego Cinnamon Toast Cereal, Ego Maple Syrup Cereal, Frosted Mini Wheat Strawberry Delight, Fruity Cheerios, Grape Nuts Trail Mix Crunch, Holiday Fruit Loops, Honey and Oat Blenders, Honey Nut Scooters, Ice Age 2, Ice Berry Pebbles, La Lechera Flakes, Life Chocolate Oat Crunch, Life Superman Returns, Life Vanilla Yogurt Crunch, Mini Swirls Peanut Butter, Neo Pets Island Berry Crunch, Oat Bix, this is endless. O- oatmeal crisp maple brown sugar, Pirates of the Caribbean, with Johnny Depp, who's been in the news lately, uh, with some sort of lawsuit with his ex-wife or girlfriend, or whoever she was. Pops cereal, that's interesting. Just Pops, not sugar Pops. Maybe they took the sugar out of Pops. Polar Crunch, Smart Start maple brown sugar, Special K Protein Plus, Sugar Puffs Honey Monster Food, Superman Crunch, the the Batman cereal, Udi's Natural Granola, Udi's Cranberry Granola, Udi's Hawaiian Granola, Udi's Vanilla Granola, Vanilla Cream Mini Spooners, and of course Yogurt Burst Cheerios with Vanilla. Dear God. Okay, 2007. Bam Bam Berry Pebbles, Barbie Fairy Topia, Bunny Love from Annie's, Chalk Colossal Crunch. Chocolate Checks, Chocolate Marshmallow Mateys, Cinnabon, Caramel Pecan Crunch, Cinnabon Cinnamon Crunch Cereal, Cinnabunnies, Cocoa Krispies Choco Nilla, Colossal Fruit Loops, Curves Honey Crunch, Curves Whole Grain Crunch, Fiber One Raisin Bran Clusters, Fruit Loops Smoothie, Frosted Mini Wheat Cinnamon Streusel, Grape Nuts Trail Mix Crunch, Maple Nut and Brown Sugar, Halloween Crunch, Heart to Heart with Wild Blueberries Crust Clusters, Honey Bunches of Oats with Vanilla Clusters, Honey Made Cereal, is that, is that more grano- uh, graham crackers? Crustios, another clown, that was from The Simpsons, Little Einstein's Cereal, Magic Max's Cocoa Magic Crunch, This is, I, I can't take it anymore, Mini Swirls Peanut Butter Blast, Mini Wheats Unfrosted Cereal, wow. They've taken the frosting off now. That, that's actually pretty cool. Mountain Medley Granola. See, these days, I, I did have cereal the other day, but I can't even remember the na- name of it, but it's like um, very, it's, it's, it's like an, an adult cereal, I guess. Mountain Medley, Nature Valley Cinnamon, Nature Valley Oats and Honey, Oat Cluster Cheerios Crunch, Orchard Spice Granola. There's more cereals in this one year than like in the entire, up to like 1950. Peanut Butter and Jelly Granola, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest Cereal, Pops, Chocolate Peanut Butter Cereal, Princess Fairy Tale Flakes, Princess Gems, 
Rice Krispies with real strawberries. Shrek. Special K Chocolatey Delight. Special K Cinnamon Pecan Cereal. Spider-Man 3. Strawberry Cream Mini Spooner. Sunny O's. And Total Cranberry Crunch. What year is this? Okay, we're 2008 is next. All brand strawberry medley. Antioxidant indulgence. That sounds good from indult nutritious living. Apple cranberry crumble. Artisan inspiration. Barbie multigrain. Bunny crunch. Cinnamon crunch. Cinnamon spice crunch. Cocoa and vanilla bunnies. Cocoa beach granola. Cocoa puffs combos. Dark chocolate almond granola. Diamond shreddies. Dino, uh, Dino s'mores, pebbles, fiber one caramel delight, flax plus pumpkin raisin crunch, flax plus red berry crunch, fruit loops marshmallows, frosted flakes gold. They've gone gold. Denise is here now. Hi, Denise. This is, I'm, I'm doing central. Uh, we've gotten to the 2000s. I'm reading the names of cereals, and it's gotten very. Uh, very repetitive, but I have to go through to the current, to 2020 at least. Frosted mini wheats, blueberry muffin. T just stop me if you recognize any of these cereals. Fruit and nut granola. Yes. Fruity bunnies. High school musical. Honey sunshine. Honeyful wheat. Indiana Jones cereal. Just bunches caramel. Just bunches honey roasted. Kashi Yu. Keebler cookie crunch. Kung Fu Panda, Leap and Lemurs, Life Maple and Brown Sugar, Life Active Mixed Berry Crunch Cereal, Life... A See, what happened was this, this is a great list. All the cereals up until the 80s were really cool, but and in 2000s, they get really bizarre and boring. But I figured we have to keep going. No. Well, now, what are some of your favorite cereals growing up? Growing up? Yeah. I think we'll stop with this list now because I'm tired of it. Uh, my childhood was not as exciting as yours. We had Rice Krispies. Yeah. We had Corn Flakes. We did have Frosted Flakes. Honeycombs at all? Or, uh, yes, Honeycombs. Pe pebbles, Fruity or Cocoa? No. What? No, no, there's a line. What? My mom did not buy it. Wait, maybe, um, what's the Sugar Smacks with the, with the frog? Su yes, yeah, Super Sugar, Sugar Smacks, yeah. Yeah, maybe that. That's a had. good one, yeah. But the pebbles, no. Captain Captain Crunch, maybe once or twice. Lucky Charms, maybe once or twice. But once or twice. Yeah, we, you know. How about Life cereal? Life cereal, yes. Yeah. Um. Monster cereals at all? No. Really? No. no nothing like Lucky Charms. No, we would buy the, the, you know, the variety pack of the little boxes. Yeah. We would get that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Raisin Bran, of course. Yeah. So my grandfather would do. Um, Kellogg's Corn Flakes with wheat germ and honey. Really? That sounds good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we would put honey on a lot of plain cereals or add sugar, like the Rice Krispies. I liked, I liked Honey Nut Cheerios eventually, but that really wasn't as a kid, right? When did Honey Nut we, Cheerios... We, we got to that one. It was, uh, yeah, it was sometime in the 80s, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that as a young child. Yeah. But I liked, I liked Honey Nut Cheerios. Um... I don't know. What cereals have we bought? Well, we just get the boring ones these days that say vegan on them, but... Well, you were at the Weetabix for a while. Yeah, I did like the Weetabix. 
let me just see because I wanted to see. They do have the top 100 cereals. Let me just I mean, I like go through like a few. Little fruit and nut in it. Yeah. I like granola. I'm trying to see. I like I like um, frosted mini wheats. That was a good one for me. Now, how about cinnamon toast crunch? We found out that came out a bit later, but that's a good one, right? I know I've had it, but it wasn't a regular. Yeah. Um. Maybe it was. That was a white box though. Yeah, tricks? Do you ever have tricks? What What was like cinnamon toast crunch? It was golden grams. Yes, yeah. golden. Those grams. were really Those good. Those were good. I yes. I, I especially yes, mentioned that. Yes, golden yeah. grams. Cookie crisp at all, or was that too much? Yeah. Probably too much, but yes, I've had it. I mean, you know, we obviously had friends and cousins. Well, yeah. not blood cousins. Apple Jacks? Um, I'm sure. Um, I don't think I was. I loved Apple Jacks. The Cocoa, Cocoa Krispies? That was a big, really yeah. good one. That made the, the milk chocolatey. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to see what other ones are here. Cocoa Puffs? That, that also made the milk chocolatey. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? No? You know, I know I've had them, but no, it was not a regular. King Vitamin? What? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I like like a regular Cheerios with honey, cornflakes with honey. I used yeah. to, you know, I don't know, I made up just because where I grew up in. And then uh, the treat was when my dad would make cream of wheat. Oh, yeah, cream with, of wheat. With brown sugar. Like the hot cereals we didn't even touch on, but yeah. Yeah. Wheatina, cream of wheat, oatmeal. We like, only had cream of wheat. I never had grits growing up, but now I love grits. But that was like a treat. On yeah. The, it was like a weekend breakfast, cream of wheat with some brown sugar. And cream, yeah, yeah, cream, yeah. Of, cream of wheat is great. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to, we, we stopped with whatever 2007, because that was just getting ridiculous. The, the cereals... Yeah, because now it's... Yeah, once you got to the 90s, this, the, like well, the good cereal. There was, you know, I work as a, an activity director in a nursing home, and there was a National Cereal Day. and So I, I was trying to make a contest where you identify the cereals. And I don't know if I was late that day or I, got, I was sick that day, so I had one of my staff members go out and buy cereal. And what you buy, like Captain Crunch Berries or something like that? I'm like, they're not going to know what that is. <laughs> it's like, yeah, now it's like all the norms, like there's like how many lives in, did you read in a row? Life this, life that. Well, I mean, there was just life, and then uh, yeah, that, that cinnamon life. I mean, maybe know. just Captain Crunch they could identify, but Captain yeah. Crunch berries. Like, well, that was a pretty big one, though. Crunch berries. Really? Yeah, really big. Oh, maybe Crunch I just don't know that. Now. But I had you were gonna wear my T-shirt. I have that part of a complete breakfast T-shirt. But I was—I guess I was sick. I don't remember why I didn't go to work that day, but I was sick or something. I know I was gonna wear your cereal T-shirt. Uh, that's a, if you go on tpublic.com, it's called Part of a Complete Breakfast. It has pretty much every cereal character ever on it, but it's missing Booberry, which really upsets me. You know. Yeah. So. But maybe that's maybe that's part of it. What what character is missing? And I already told you Booberry. Yeah. Well, just talking about work. Um, so I have a resident. He likes Whitney Houston. So every time I see him, I sing Whitney Houston for him. And he goes, "I have a joke for you." I'm like, "Okay." He's like, this lady, she's about to give birth to twins. And um, her husband's on a business trip, so he's, he's going to, she's, you know, she's going to the hospital. She's, you know, she's de- uh, delivering early, and he was away. So she delivers a boy and a girl. And so she calls the husband to let him know, and he's like, well, did you name the twins? And she's like, well, I named the girl, and I had your brother name the boy. He's like, what? You had my brother name the boy? He's a friggin' idiot. So he's like, what'd you, what'd you name the girl? He's like, Denise. So then I was like, well, I know the punchline. I've heard this my whole life. 
I said, I haven't heard this joke. And uh, he's like, what my brother named the boy? It's a nephew. <laughs> ah, ha, 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 ha. That's a good one. I know. I'm like, I know the, I know the punchline because I've heard it all my life. The niece and the nephew. But I've never heard this joke. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Uh, I have to decide which cereal shirt to buy next. I mean. I'm sorry. I went off subject. That's fine. That's fine. But, um, well, I guess the next shirt I'm looking at is Dynamints, which is... Well, your closet's overflowing right now. So. I know. I have too many T-shirts now. But Dynamints are not a cereal, but it is in a similarly sh- similarly shaped little container. It's They're like Tic Tacs, but it was made by um, that other company, yeah. Dynamints. Spo- we're supposed to be cleaning, and uh, yes. up, I was upstairs thinking, I see your overpiling of clothes. and like, either you need to get rid of some, or I guess I have to give you a couple more drawers. Yeah, I'm running out of space for clothes. See, both I've been buying T-shirts, and then I, I get the fish T-shirts for every one of the concerts I buy online. So. And that's fine. Yeah. You have shirts with holes that you will not part with. Well, some of them are really good T-shirts, but anyway. But sometimes you just have to part with something. Yes. To make room for the new. So there is a view on cereal. All about cereal. I'm sorry, Central, if I went off topic. It's fine. It's I fine. Forgot, I forgot it was Central, and it wasn't Frank's show. Sorry. This is Overnightscape Central. I'm all about cereal. Any final words on cereal? I mean, watch out for those cereal killers. <laughs> no, they never. They never had cereal killer cereal. They, you think? I'm sure they did in those. Oh my those God, humors. Can you imagine? That might be a million dollar idea. Yeah. You put their wanted, or their their mugshot on the yeah. cereal box. Yeah. Well, the way things are going, they may have that soon. You know. There's there's some dark people out there that would probably buy that stuff. I know. Well, I know recently in uh, what's that store called? The nerd store. Um, what's that? What's that nerd store called? Why can't I remember? Like they, I need more information. Like no, they they merged with GameStop. Um, why can't I remember the name of it? You know what I'm talking about? I need more information. But they would sell all of these fake cereal boxes. Like they were custom made, but there was real cereal inside. But it was like all of these different brands. Oh, I don't know. Was that in the city? Was Hold it on. New Jersey? Let me just pause and look it up because I'm just gonna yeah. Huh? No, it's not hot toxic. Not Spencer. Uh, ah, ah, bugs. What is it? Um, why can't I think of What's it? It's a nerd store. Nerd store. No, they bought. They bought it. Um, Think Geek. Think Geek. Where the hell is that? They, they they've had they had they've had it. Think Geek. Hmm. Maybe, maybe Think Geek is gone. Let me see if there's any th- the Think Geek cereals. Think Geek cereal. Yeah, yeah. Like Tribble Obits, uh, Mega Man cereal, like Spaz Tronics. I guess it was all these annoying Cyber Crunch. Yeah. They had all they had all these fake cereals that they would sell. Tribbles. Yeah, that was a whole thing. But anyway. Ghost Pepper Nacho Popcorn. Well that's not that's popcorn, that's not cereal. I was gonna say, that's no. cereal? That sounds like a good Ghost Pepper Nacho Popcorn would be a great cereal. Yes. Anyways, just a few thoughts on cereal. Back to you, PQ. So nice to hear Denise and oh wow, uh, yep, exciting times and and I everybody's dismissing King Vitamin. King Vitamin was and much more edible. I mean, if you liked the flavor 
of a sweet corn, like a um, Captain Crunch cereal, uh, or Quisper Quake. I mean, basically, for all intents and purposes, if you were blindfolded, I'm pretty sure you couldn't tell the difference. So I think it was just the marketing. And King Vitamin went through several, like Burger King. Kings go through all these incarnations. He was a cartoon king, and then he was a real king, and then I just these mascots they're as fascinating as the cereals themselves and often far more interesting than the cereals uh and and more fun because some of these cereals i mean they tried they tried their marketing but i often got the feeling that the people who design these things never ate that stuff it was like something they did like they were slumming like serious food people forced to make breakfast cereals because of a bad career move you know you know what i mean and we had another fabulous overnight scape central all the way around and um Thanks for hanging in there with us and being here. And thanks so much to the good Docs Lees, Chad Bowers, and Frank, uh, my good pal, uh, for uh, making this all possible. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting just the, the final edit of this. I, I moved something around, and I was so completely lost but I, I, I'm found once again, and I'm here to tell you about next week's Overnight Scape Central, where we are going to be discussing technology. That's the topic, kids. Technology will be the topic. The email address is the same as ever, kpqr.torc at gmail. Dot com and your deadline will be the 23rd of may 2022 um and that's the story jerry up to now um once uh, the email address you'll need it write it down this time i know you mean to kpqr.torc at gmail.com yes yes kpqr.torc at gmail.com thanks so much for being here and listening um i'm gonna go get this thing posted and uh, we'll all set the controls for the heart of the fun